What what? What am I supposed to do? Let's, let's silence our mobile phones, please. I didn't call mine. I just silenced it earlier. I'm not calling shit. <laughs> it's going to be like, hello, Moto. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the IO panel. It's episode 185, recorded on Sunday, March 22nd, 2020. My name is Michael. I'll be the primary host this week. With me, as always, Evan and James. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well. Back up host A here, checking in. And then over there, back up post one. Yep. With one the beat. old click clack. <laughs> I'm ready for the apocalypse, boys. Staying strapped. Let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. Go. I'm going to hate to look at I, I I feel sorry for Evan having to look at that audio. That little fucking like, stretch of audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's good, man. You guys dry fire your weapons. Make sure they work. Always, Evan. Yep, it's, I hear good, it's good. It's for good them. for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm glad. Actually, I'm lucky enough. Mine has a decocker. Heh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and mine's an airsoft gun. So uh, yeah, <laughs> mine is a, is, a, is an adult's toy. Both of them will get you shot, though. And both Damn of them straight. are an adult's toy. That's very mm-hmm. true. <laughs> uh. So, Evan, how have you been coping, dealing? Ooh. As you we know all what? know, the uh, the the Viri has taken over. Yep, yep. I'm thankful that uh, my area is far less affected than yours at the moment. And that is because? Um, less population, probably. Okay. Just guessing. That's a good guess. To, yep. Wrong. Um, Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> also, uh, our international airport uh, goes to, like, Mexico, and that's about it. Whereas your international airports go and receive from everywhere. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, we are a international location. A hub, a, de- a destination, a hub, yes, mm-hmm. all those things. Yep. Uh, well, I sent you guys a picture of a hatchback full of grocery items earlier today, so a somewhat of a weight has been lifted. I went to the to the nearest grocery store at six a.m. Uh, and um, acquired see. roughly three hundred dollars worth of provisions. Really? Mm-hmm. I see. You got the essentials. I did get the essentials. I got I got pasta, I got canned soup, I got dried soup, I got some special candy. Is that root I, beer? Uh it is diet root beer, yes. I got uh-huh. some tea, I got some fruit punch. I got some meat, I got some prepared uh meat freezer meals. 
I got some sauces. I got some uh, canned chicken. I got some spam. And I got... um, How'd the shelves look over there? uh, You know, the... Fairly bare for, I'll say, paper products Mm -hmm. and frozen vegetables Hmm. and... What about the fresh vegetables? Uh, well stocked. Interesting. You know. Mine, it was like almost nothing mm. when I went. Fresh vegetables are good. Uh, at least the place I go, fresh vegetables. Fresh, fresh vegetables were good. Yeah, there was like no problem. I mean, if the stuff was same as what Evan saw was paper goods and frozen. I was surprised because frozen, frozen, frozen vegetables are my go-to just because they last. You know, I, I've I've like ruined so many fresh vegetables, but uh, <laughs> yeah, frozen vegetables were almost all gone. I couldn't find any of my normal staples, but um, in the fresh vegetables, I found they had like, I guess they know they had like, uh, ten for five mushrooms, baby Bella mushrooms sliced, um, mm. like, and I don't mean like ten mushrooms. I mean like ten packages yeah. of sliced mushrooms. Uh, and they had another deal on the, uh, what's the darker ones? Not the Bellas, the, the white one, or maybe it's the, the white ones was 10 for five. And then they had another one. It was like 10 for 10 mm-hmm. was like, uh, the darker ones, the bigger, darker ones sliced. Okay. Yeah. Like portobellos so, or portobellos. Um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Probably not shiitakes, but maybe. No, no, not shiitakes. No. Did but you yeah. get some and use your vacuum sealer? Um, I did get some. My vacuum sealer is on the fritz right now. I don't know. It's not Ooh, acting right. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's depressing. So, um, yeah. But um, I did get some, and I've been using them. So I, I'm not going to worry about. Uh, I, I've kind of re- decided that, and I think I think this is a fair guess that we're not going to have like a go to the grocery store and there's nothing there moment. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think the only thing we're going to see not a lot of is the paper products because people mm-hmm. just are buying them up like crazy because they're like idiots but everything else there was like the first day i went to the grocery store like i guess the day everything really popped off like maybe last week thursday last week um there was no chicken barely any beef and tons of pork because i guess people are like fuck pork that's for poor people um <laughs> yeah but i noticed that too a lot of pork still left yeah, people don't like pork, I guess. Or people, I guess, they don't know what to do with it. I don't know. Um, they're afraid to cook it because it might go raw, bad. I don't know. But pork is always super cheap. So I didn't get any pork this time just because I was like, uh, I don't know what to do with it. It's, it goes, you know, I don't want to eat it raw. All the reasons I just cited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, normally I would buy some pork chops. But they had a, uh, they had, when I went back to the store, they had chicken and they had beef again. So I got some various beef products and I got, they had sausage, like a big ass pack of sausage, two for 10. And I bought two packages of sausages and seal, put them all in bags and froze them all. Yeah. Except for like, so I'll just, I froze all my meat. I'll just pull it out, you know, let it sit in the morning and I'll have something to cook in the evening or whatever. Yeah. Or I, I've been crock potting a lot of things and stuff like that. Using the Instapot, ruining things in Instapot. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say hosing things. Yeah. yeah. Turn them into a fucking mush. There was plenty of eggs, plenty of uh, ground beef, plenty of chicken, plenty of yogurt, st- you know, stuff like well, that. Chips. As you said, you uh, 
where you live, there's like seven people, I guess. So. I mean, there's slightly more than seven people. Um, there was one choice for toilet paper, so I purchased wow. three three packs, which was the maximum allowed. And by one choice, I mean there was like an end cap of mm-hmm. toilet paper. So I'm glad I got there early. What kind of to- how much toilet paper? Uh, I bought three nine packs, so I'm good. It's Charmin. And uh, just in case anyone's curious, 100% of Charmin products are made in the U.S. Maybe they have a problem getting their source materials. I, you know, I don't know. Wood pulp. Um, yeah. <laughs> or babies or whatever um, it's made of. Now, the downside is, and I can't be too picky here, it is one ply. So oh. I will have to use a little more than normal, probably. But I was down to two and a half rolls, so I'm glad to get what I got. Dude, buy a bidet and be done with it. What are you doing? I mean, you still need to dry off with something. Yeah, I mean, just you can use a toilet paper for that, but you only need like one or two squares for that. Just get a bidet. This whole American attachment with smearing shit all around your ass and then walking around with shit in the crevices of your ass is unacceptable. <laughs> I have toilet paper. I still use it, but... I mean, I don't, I, I just, I, I don't know what comedian said it, but it's like ruined toilet paper for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, James, ooh. have you actually installed the bidet that you bought? I have not. It's my fallback. <laughs> That's fine. Because I have an obsession of, with toilet paper. <laughs> because you don't eat of, it, do you? Oh, oh, no. That's a like thing. That, that, that it lady. is a thing. Toilet yeah. paper topped with a, a healthy dose of hair. Ugh. Uh. Peak, what is it? <laughs> I don't is that know. Something else that sounds right, but Pe- I'm, I'm no expert. or peaking or not peaking duck. No, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm fully set. Pickering for probably food wise, two weeks. Toilet paper wise, up to two months, depending on my, how conservative I am. Mm. So I'm good. I can I can uh, shit confidently now. Mm. I was getting a little worried. Order yourself a bidet, man. Just order one. I'll consider it. You know, I heard they were selling out quite a bit on Amazon. Yeah, people are. Maybe that's just now. like the super cheap ones. Maybe I can I can get a uh, a decent one. Um, we'll see. I'll update you if I decide to get anything. Yeah. So I got that. I got groceries. Uh, of course, I had to pick up some energy drinks. Got to get that fixed. Um, I ordered else? mine off Amazon. Yeah. What else did I get? I don't know. I have a new phone that I'm trying out. Mike uh, convinced me to uh, give you, the audience, a review. Uh, I'm going to go with the phone and uh, visible service versus T-Mobile, Teltic, business prepaid. Uh, So next week, I'll give you the full review. Pros and cons, costs, breakdowns, everything like that. Um... Since we haven't really done one of these in two weeks, I did pay a visit to the East Coast. Went out with uh, with the with the fellas. Mm-hmm. Hung out with Randy. He got a live show that he was not satisfied with. <laughs> mm, well, you know, I guess beggars can be choosers. That's Hi, right. Randy. That fucker, Randy always has notes. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to see you again. It was like the first time and. 10 to 12 years, something like that. 
Um, yeah, it was a good time. Thankfully, with all the the traveling through airports and everything, I I'm not exhibiting any symptoms. And actually, it was quite nice on the way back. I think I told you guys I was the only one in the security line when I walked up, so that was nice. And the the plane had like 40 people on it, so everyone had space to spread out, which was also nice. Good. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a friend of mine is in, or not? He's a guy I know from like my from the old days, but he worked at uh he went to church with me, and he, <laughs> I guess him and his wife had an anniversary trip planned to Jamaica, mm. and I think they were like, "Fuck it, we're going." So he's been posting pictures on Instagram, and dude, it's like him and his wife at the resort alone. Yeah, <laughs> every picture there is no one there. It's just just them. It's and I mean, pictures you see in the background, there's nobody around except for like eight staff all standing around looking at them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking creepy, honestly. I feel sorry for those places because I know they're like, man, we're on an island. This fucking coronavirus. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> it's. That's a hell of a risk, but you're going to get some great pictures and some valuable alone time. Yeah, I mean, dude, fuck the alone time, honestly. I'd rather be home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'd rather go to the beach when there's people there. You see what's going on in Florida. I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah. We said talk about the coronavirus. Evan, it's called Pika. Spelling? P-I-C-A. What's the, uh, oh, like the Greek Pika? root, please? Pika P. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Psychological disorder characterized by an appetite for substances that are largely non-nutritive. Well, that's the American diet. Such Where's as the ice. Hand, the paper? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, yeah, Mike fucking yeah. chomping down glass yeah. full of ice. <laughs> like a pregnant woman. I need my ice. Hair, paper, drywall, or paint. Drywall? Ooh. Jesus. Sharp objects, metal, like- stones. Like tax glass, that's awesome. Yeah, tax. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? Yeah, there you I go. wonder what they get out of it. Is it they like? Yes, this is Death. good. Well, well, yes. Severe uh, esophageal lacerations. Yeah. See, I what? thought this was a uh, someone who's called a geek. You know who did this? But I, uh, I guess. But <laughs> but I guess that's uh, that's someone who works on a carnival or something. A carnival geek, yeah, like you know, uh, swallow like light bulbs and yeah, yeah, kind of so wild different. shit. There's a guy on YouTube. I uh, forgot his name. Something shoe, shoehorn, shoe, shoe. Han shoe. No, okay. No red shoe. I don't know. He eats everything. He breaks bottles and eats them. I mean, he's oh. he's a maniac. Like, and it's not a, it's not like a circus sideshow thing to him. It's life. Like he has a ridiculous alcohol problem, and he he eats random shit like plastic bags and shit. He's mm. like a fucking turtle, like with plastic bags in his fucking esophagus. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised YouTube allows that to go up. Well, he hasn't been active in years. Okay. I only know he's still alive because H3H3 had him on their show like about a year ago to talk to him because they were like, man, we're worried about this sh- about shoot, man. Where's this guy at? Is he yeah. alive? And they checked in on him and his wife left him and he's still, he living in a hotel eating random things and just fucking being a maniac still, hmm. you know, in like Maine or something like that. Hmm. He's still alive though. That is interesting. Yeah. Eating boiled denim. 
<laughs> it's bourbon, boy. Go. It's bourbon. <laughs> yeah, Get the yeah. glue nice and soft. Yeah, and boiled, boiled carpet. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so, Evan, that's interesting that you went to the grocery store and it was fairly well stocked, it sounds like. Um, I mean, every, everything that people don't think of when, you know, it snows yeah. or there's a storm or they think it's the second coming, everything that's not bread, uh, milk and eggs. Actually, there's quite a bit of milk and eggs. There you go. Um, that's what I'm talking about. See? Yeah. I mean, everything else is there. You could definitely survive. Well, see, I, I went on Thursday. So I've gotten earlier in the week. And no, I'm sorry. I went the week before. So Eve, you're talking about like James, like when everything hit the shit Thursday, uh, uh-uh, uh, it hit mm-hmm. like a week before that. I went to the last Friday, like a week, a week and a couple of days ago. No, that's and what I mean. I, I had a week and a I'm the, the the Friday before you, the Thursday before you went. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, you so went I went Friday, to, I went Thursday. I went Friday, and it was like no produce, no milk, no eggs, no nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I went this past Thursday, so like basically a week later. There was some produce, but not a lot. I never even thought to check the frozen. Uh, vegetable aisle, but you know, you're I was can, a, I, you're a canned I family. Yeah, we are actually. So, um, I mean, we either buy fresh sometimes or canned. You know, mm-hmm. um, then so there was some ground beef, some steaks, but not a lot. Um, this time eggs were there. Go down the pasta aisle. Literally not one thing left other than lasagna noodles. Not one other noodle left. And maybe like four jars of sauce. Like literally were, cleaned out. I'll bet you there are cans of sauce. <laughs> there were cans of tomatoes. So okay. you know what I found when I went to the store and did my shopping? Because I went to I went that Thursday and it was I was in I was in the store for like an hour and a half. I was in line for forty five minutes. Okay, when I went to the store, I found the exact same thing Michael did. Um, There was no noodles, but there was, I found one pack of noodles. It was like, there was four boxes of fettuccine and two boxes of angel hair. Michael knows I don't like angel hair just because it's sticky and it's not enough pasta, but four boxes of angel hair. So I bought the two boxes of angel hair, two boxes of like fettuccine, no, linguine, I guess it is. I don't know, Mm -hmm. two boxes of that. And that was it. And there was like, I left two more for other people. So I had four boxes of pasta. Um, and then there was no tomato sauce. But of course, there's commands to can tomato sauce because people are stupid. You know what? If I wanted pasta, I would have bought that fucking, uh, those lasagna noodles. You break those fuckers up. A noodle's a goddamn noodle, man. Mm-hmm. You just take a, take, take a knife, crack them. I mean, I'm not saying Michael did good or bad not buying them. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. in general, if I was desperate for pasta, I'd buy those. Like, who cares? You, you make know, you break nice, a nice casserole. Or oh, something. don't worry. There were only like two boxes of those left. It's not oh, like okay. those were fully stocked, and then everything else was bare. <laughs> I mean, dude, there was there's in in my store there's sections of shit fully stocked, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. was stuff that your people were like. I don't want to eat that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people are still being picky. <clears throat> like they're like, I don't want Safeway brand blah whatever. You know, like whatever. And also right. tons of tuna, which I was shocked oh, about <clears throat> when I went. Almost all tuna was gone. You know, there, it's not true. It wasn't all gone. Most of the cans were gone, but they still had a lot of the packs. Yeah, like, that's what you know. I mean. Cans yeah. were gone. There was all the, all the packs. 
Because they have the just like, like smoked oysters were gone, all the kipper snacks were gone. You know, not still, the kipper snacks. Yeah, kipper I bought so some gross. cans of that a week and a half ago. So He's uh, like, we're good we, on we, kipper snacks. A week and a half ago, <laughs> I bought two cans of of uh, spam that were, um, but I bought the sodium reduced version. Mm-hmm. This time through the aisle, bare. The only thing they had, they had like one or two cans of of a twenty five percent. Or no, not 25%. They had light spam. That's what it's called, like one or two cans. And then they had like three or four cans of the bacon-flavored spam. So I bought two cans of the bacon-flavored spam. That's all they had. Otherwise, it was cleaned out. It's mm-hmm. weird. Um, I got this. I got the... It's like salt and pepper or just peppered spam or something. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty good. There was almost... There was probably like 20 or 30 cans. I, I just got three. Yeah, no. So yeah. our shit's been getting, and the canned vegetables—they weren't decimated, but they were big dent. Yeah, in all the canned vegetables. What James said uh, the other week, I think when I was there, the people basically like they don't want to go to Asian markets. That's a good call because I went to the Asian market here um, when I got the day after I got back, I think, and they had like pallets of ramen. Mm-hmm. Tons of noodles. They didn't have. Oh, they had some was, rice. All that was gone too. Like every kind of cup of noodles and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Literally, the shares, shelves were bare. They Although like, I was walking through the section. store and they were, they had pallets of the shit. They were about to restock it anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Also, if you're just going to a regular grocery store, check and see if you have an international aisle. You might. Yeah. They have like egg noodles and stuff like yeah. that for like. There's a lot of duplicates there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that is true. Uh, tortillas. You find tortillas two places in every grocery store I've ever been to. The international aisle and the bread aisle. Yep. But less so in the bread aisle. And uh, rice, always in two places. In the regular place where white people get their rice, and then the place where Spanish people get their rice. And it's almost always the same rice. Mm-hmm. And it's not, a, I'm sorry, I'm making it racial, but I can't think of a re- another way to explain it. But just regular people don't go to the international aisle. They're like, oh, that's a, there's, a, who wants a, who wants a weird bag of spice? You know what I mean? But, dude, you know where I get all my spices? The fucking international aisle. Because it's cheaper. Yep. And I don't know why, but, like, you get, like, a fucking... A big-ass thing of garlic powder for $2 in the international aisle. You go to the uh, regular spice aisle, it's $5. Hmm. You know? And they have just, better rice in the international and, section. Yeah, and they have better rice, yeah. And also, all the weird sodas. Yeah, adobo is great if you don't have like a sodium problem like I do. Adobo, adobo is awesome. It's an amazing spice. It ranks right up there with uh, Michael's Canadian salt peppered fucking country slice spice or whatever he uses. What's it called? Montreal. Yeah, Montreal spice. Oh seasoning. yeah. <clears throat> Montreal steak seasoning. Yeah. Although I've switched down to the Quebec seasoning. Elaborate. Salt well, and pepper? I don't know. Ketchup? I'll I'll send you a link. Pride? <laughs> yes. Pride and honor, you piece of shit. No, <laughs> Boiled steak eaten with pride. Hey, Vive la Quebec. Actually, you know what's funny? I was just telling my mom that I wanted some boiled meat. Because um, <laughs> I don't think it was last year. I think it was probably two or three years ago. For St. Patrick's Day. At Giant, they had this, like, corned beef. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just, like, a huge hunk of meat that was sold in a, in a thing, and it came with, like, its own spice pack or something. Yeah. And we boiled that up. It's good. 
Oh, it's fucking great. Corn it's good. Is so boiled. Yeah. It's the first time I ever made that. I didn't read the instructions, of course. So I took it out of the package and just put it in the oven. Oh boy! The saltiest meat That's a mess. in the world. That's a mess. Yeah. yeah, you have to boil it. It's quite good. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anyone should boil anything. I just think the whole idea of boiled meat is fucking repugnant. But man, <laughs> uh, Evan, were you with me in? in no, All you've it, been doing is boiling your meat recently. Yeah, it's true. Um, in England, was it England? Were you with me when we had? They had corned beef. No, I don't think so. And they had shepherd's pie, and the guy was like, oh, we're having haggis one day. Were you with me there? I mean, the only chance it could have been when we were in uh, Scotland for the weekend. No, okay. But I don't think that me. was it. No, no, no. And, and, and uh, I forgot the place I was in. Men um, with Hill? Men with Hill, yeah. Men with Hill on base, they had like a St. Paddy's Day kind of thing going on. It wasn't St. Paddy's Day, though. They had like some kind of, the chef was doing something kind of local Scottish thing. And he had, uh, he had, he said one day was gonna be haggis, and he had shepherd's pie, and he had, uh, uh, blood sausage. Yeah, he had blood sausage, but I thought he had corned beef too, and and pep, and 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 uh, that vegetable that goes with it, spinach or not spinach, uh, cabbage, cabbage, cabbage. Yeah, 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 corned beef and cabbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember having the shepherd's pie and being like, man, Mike's mom's gonna fucking kill this guy. Because up until then, Mike's mom's was the best shepherd's pie I'd ever had. His only shepherd's pie I'd ever had. And his was fucking great. Technically, hers isn't shepherd's pie, so we can let it slide. Is it cottage pie? It's called... It has a French name. I don't know if it has a name in English. Yeah, it's called shepherd's pie. (laughs) No. No, no. Well, sort of, but... Fucking Frenchies is damn stole the Canadian staple. It's the... It's a slightly different recipe. That's that's the only Uh, reason why I'm differentiating it. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. It basically is shepherd's pie, but... But it is slightly different. Well, anyway, it's quite good. And they Mm -hmm. call it pâté chinois. Oh. Which is Chinese pâté for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. Oh, chinois is Chinese. Okay. Yeah. Just like Szechuan, chinois, Szechuan. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I like that. Uh, I'm I'm becoming a uh, polyglot thanks to Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Here, I'll put a, I'll put a, I'll put a link for that in uh, down here. Oh, you got the, you're gonna give us a recipe, the secret Laplante well, family recipe that easy. I'll I'll put the Wikipedia article. How'd oh, you okay. type that e, Mike? Skills, Evan. Skills. Does this E have an umlaut in it or whatever? <laughs> it's got the, it's got the correct accent on it. Dude, Michael <laughs> has he had he, he had a control shift caps lock to do that probably. <laughs> control Alt eight seven seven zero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe it's Alt O two three three. Okay. Oh there my go. God. <laughs> I remember that for some reason. Well, not for some reason, <laughs> for a very specific reason. <laughs> I've had to type those, although growing up, I never typed it on a PC. It was always a Mac. And so it's very different typing accents on a Mac. Mm-hmm. No alt, blah, 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 blah. None of that. It's actually way easier for some reason. You know, Macs are just easier, Evan. You know, and they just work. Uh, you know, they, they just work. They just work, bro. Yeah. They just work. Yeah. I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. You can't even say it with a straight face anymore. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I just love the irrational hate. I just love that. Uh huh. That's all. Like I don't actually have a horse in the fight. I don't give a fuck, you know. But 
No, I thought out of spite you were doubling down against uh, us. Oh well, that is true. Yeah, there there is, you know, like uh, like in Moby Dick, you know, for hate's sake. Yeah, oh, know? love it. <laughs> that's, nothing, it. that's nothing greater than that, bro. Yeah, it's like for hate's sake. Mm-hmm. Like goddamn, like that's fucking gangster. Whoo! All right. Um. Okay. So, uh, James, well, Evan, any, uh, any word at your job about, uh, everyone should work from home. I mean, you kind of work from home anyway, except for the one day a week. Yeah. So Um, not much change for me. There is a, um, the word went out basically full time, you know, hundred percent telework is granted if you are able to. You don't have to fill out any forms. They were trying to make everyone redo or, like, update their uh, telework agreement. But then, like, an hour later when they got fucking thousands of emails, they're like, all right, okay, 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 stop. Just, you're fine. Just do it. (laughs) Um, I do actually have to go in tomorrow because there's some, like, production blade that needs to be reseated. Ooh. And there's, like, five people who were able to go in and no one else responded. I was like, fine, fine. Uh, Ooh, you're still a, you're still a guy, huh? I'm still still a guy. Ooh. Okay. But, um, thankfully, uh, hopefully the building will be basically empty. with just like some security guards there. That's fine. So I haven't placed myself. What about, uh, you James? (laughs) They, uh, they, you said they finally caved, right? (laughs) Uh yeah, they were trying to keep us keep us on some kind of schedule there. Um, but they finally kind of were like, "No, just don't come back." Uh, so we still have to go in, but um, like we like well, we don't have to Wait, go. We in. still have to go in. No, no, they asked us. They were like, "When when do you guys want to work?" And we we're like, "We don't want to work." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, okay, cool." Um, I was like, so I told them, I was like, my team can be a hundred percent telework, and they're like, okay. So I, I may have to go in if there's a server issue, like one of our machines needs to be rebooted, or I have two machines right now I need to add to the domain and I can't do it remotely, so I might have to go in next week. I don't know, but it's more of a case of just wandering in whenever in a period in a t-shirt, t-shirts and shorts. Honestly, mm-hmm. no one's going to be there except for the security guards. I mean, there there will always be staff. There always be one military person, one government civilian, and then one contractor on staff. But that's in general, not on my team. So. All of us are working remotely. Mm. I nice, probably have sir. some work to do later on today, actually, that I supposed to do Friday, which I just was like, fell asleep in my chair and didn't do it. So <laughs> I want to get it done before Monday. <laughs> I have two right. questions, James. Yeah. Question number one. Um, do you know why you can't join them to the domain from home? I think that they don't have a route to the domain controllers. Um, so they're the two jump servers we use to get onto the network. So we're connecting, we're connecting to the military. Then from there, we're connecting to a lab, and our jump servers sit on the on the firewall in the lab. And so we connect to that firewall, and then from there, the jump servers have two network cards that go into our network. One that goes to a network that I didn't know existed that they swear we need access to, but I don't think we do. And then the other one is our network. So I think that our DCs either need network cards added to them so they can connect to that network. Although everything on the network can hit the DCs, 
but these machines for some reason can't. And I think maybe the routes are bad. They need they need a route to the DCs themselves hmm. or something. I don't know. So I have to figure that out because I okay. tried to add them. I can't find the domain. Um, I can't ping them. Nothing. So, but we have this problem quite frequently, actually. And I mean, uh, not to go into. I just signed an NDA, actually, but uh, that's fine. I, I don't really care. But uh, I mean, <laughs> basically, that's, you should probably care. That's fine, dude. You don't I need mean, to say it, anything. No, no, it's. I mean, it's nothing like that. But basically, the network's all bungled. I mean, we just inherited a big bungled mess, and everybody knows it's bungled. So it probably, it probably needs to be just redone, and that would mm-hmm. fix the problem. But obviously, now we're not in a position to really do what we need to do with it. Right. So, second question: You said my team a couple times. Are you a team lead? I'm the senior guy, apparently. Okay. Trust me, it just happened. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like I got hired. They're like, you're gonna manage a team of elite fucking whatever no right i was there and then they fucking brought these two fuckers on and they were also there and they were like what do we do and i was like fuck <laughs> yeah good questions That's Evan. I, I noticed that as well i was yeah. like Arr? yeah it i mean just, I, congratulations it basically <laughs> i mean nothing to congratulate basically the government the government lead i asked him i was like so who's in charge who's our who's our government contact for this team and he's like not me i was like okay so Not then that. I, yeah, basically I asked his, and then I went and asked his boss. I was like, "Who is the government lead? Like, who's our direct report in the government?" And she was like, "Oh, it's so and so." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right." So I was like, "Great, no one's in charge." So it, basically, <laughs> if I didn't do something, like if I didn't like give direction, we wouldn't do anything. We would just sit all day, and nothing would get done. So mm-hmm. I have to, I have to, and I don't. When I say give direction, I'm like. I look at them in the morning. I'm like, so what do you guys want to do today? <laughs> like, what? I like, what should we be doing today? And they're like, uh, man, we should probably blah blah blah. I was like, that's a great idea. All right, and I go stand from the whiteboard. I'm like, let's map that out. You know, <laughs> it's not in. I'm not in charge of shit. You know, you're like, that's correct. This was a test. You passed, basically. <laughs> basically, I was like, all oh, great ideas. Let me do a slight modification. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna staple these papers together. Now I agree we're good. You know. There you go. It's called leadership, Michael. You could learn something from me. Love the synergy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You Didn't s- I say that like earlier? A, yeah, he uh, did. A hyper-converged team working yeah. at optimum efficiency. There you go. Yeah, I said something about that uh, earlier this week. I forget what was going on. James or Jamie was going in for a meeting or we're some discuss- shit. We're discussing our WebEx. <laughs> our oh, friend's yeah. WebEx last night. How'd that go, by the way? I mean, whatever. It's fine. It was fine. WebEx is is a garbage product. and uh... <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Mike. It's sadly the best thing for what we were doing without Google. I mean, Google is pretty good, and we probably we might switch to that next time we do it. Google Hangouts works great. I don't understand why we didn't use that, A, and B, what the problem is. Like, fucking, we were using Cisco WebEx. Everyone sounded like shit. And I couldn't bring up, like, someone's camera. Like, I couldn't, like, click. Yeah. Like, with you guys, I can, like, I right now it's showing Evan for some reason. But I could click on James, and then he's big now, you know? <laughs> he's the center of attention. He's the yeah. sheriff. So, <laughs> or I could click on myself for some reason and look at yep. my, God, damn, okay, we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, no, I'm the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. WebEx is just wacky, man. 
I mean, I'm sure it's fine for meetings or whatever. I don't know. Just I didn't. I hadn't used it in a while because we use uh, at work. We use Google Hangouts Meet. Actually, mm-hmm. we use Hangouts Meet though, not Hangouts. Slightly different. Is it better? It is better. Explain. Well, it has more features. I'll say. Okay. I don't know if it's better. Um, you can also join by telephone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it's like WebEx. Mm-hmm. I mean, WebEx has advantages for business. Um, and I, I picked it for for last night because it's I have an account and it's free to add up to fifty people. That's why only reason we use it. Only my only problem with uh, like Google Hangouts is like. If you're if you're ignorant about Hangouts, then I'll have to explain to you how to get to it, how to open it, how to connect, how to add me or whatever if you haven't done that, or I'll have to send you like there's you can't like send an invite to someone to a Hangout. It's just like kind of annoying. You mm-hmm. can send an invite. To oh, I don't I don't know how to do that, but yeah, we've, so, done, we've done it many times. Have we? If you go up to your video window here and in the upper right hand corner, oh, there's three yeah, icons. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I've always. <sighs> I've always thought of it. Oh, get out of here, you sign ass. I've always thought of it as like, oh, these guys are easy to like attach to meetings because they're my friends and Google knows they're my friends. Google has their information already in my contacts. That I've looked, I always looked at it like that. So I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. But yeah, you're right. You can. But WebEx, it's just, it was just easy. And I, and I kind of thought like two of the people we invited, I, I almost guaranteed they use this at work. So I was like, they're going to know how to use this. They're going to know like how to get the invite, how to, they're not going to be afraid of installing it, whatever. And that was the case. Like they knew how to use it. There's nothing to install with uh, Google Hangouts, I know, but I just thought, I don't think of Google Hangouts as like a tool for idiots that make it that are idiot, idiot, it's an idiot proof tool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does discord do video chats now? No, mm. it does but- direct video chats, but not like a group video chat. Oh, okay. Which is sad and a, and a huge oversight. But like Discord would be great, but you have to explain to idiots, oh, sign up, make an account. I was like, okay, no, I can't do that. You know? True. I and wonder I, if someone <clears throat> has like a Zencaster thing with video. I don't know. That'd be great. They'd be making money right now. But, uh, and the, the other thing was, and I hate to say this because it's like kind of mean, but I don't think of our friends as technical people or like, People who, well, no, they're not technical. They're not, they're just not, you know what I mean? So I was kind of afraid. I was like, oh, well, not. apart from Dave, correct. <laughs> yeah. But I was just kind of afraid. I was like, they're not going to know. They're not going to be like, they, I was like, they don't have Google Hangouts, Google accounts. They're going to be like, why do I have to make a Gmail account? I was like, okay. And I, it turns out that upon research, after we spoke about it last night on the call, everyone I invited had a Gmail account, you know? But only because they all have Androids. Not because mm. they're like, Gmail is better, and this is why. Or not because they have any kind of understanding of why Gmail is not MSN. They just have one because whatever. You know? So. Well, uh, I, think, uh, I think Gmail is past the point of being, you know, this is for geeks. Uh, you know, I don't think that's a thing anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, at the same time, like, there's a lot of reasons why Gmail is better. You know, um, and I mean, th- most of our friends are like people who are like, yeah, Joe Biden is the candidate for me. Like, they're all boomers. Uh, they're boomer souls, you know. So, so ya- Yahoo is their platform of choice. I mean, I, that's how I feel. AOL, thank you. That's, that's how I feel. Like, none of them are super, like, they're not oh, like very self-aware when it comes to, like, being 
who they are, you know? So I guess that's me. I have a low <laughs> opinion of them in a lot of ways. Goddamn. So I, mean, I would say they're not competent or capable, but I don't want to be mean. That's not it at all. I, they're capable and competent. It's just ultimately what it comes down to is I have a low opinion of them on certain things, certain <laughs> topics. Fair. That's fair. Okay. So I just wanted to make it an idiot-proof situation, and that's what I did. We will I use see. Hangouts next time. It is definitely a better platform. Uh, I was trying to see what the limit is on Hangouts. I don't know how many people you can have in one Google Hangout. More than we'll need. I think it's like nine or something. Or At work, uh, the Google Hangouts meet. I think the, the limit now is 250 or something. Oh, God. Wow. Dude, as if conference calls weren't already a clusterfuck with people not knowing how to mute. Oh. Imagine people just like with their webcam open. Yeah. It's like shirtless. Well, we kind of have that you know. problem. I noticed that problem already with the, uh, since we've been working. It's funny you mentioned that, Evan. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing that problem exactly when uh, working remotely this past week. Yeah. A lot of people are like, what's mute? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they've never been. They've never been anywhere. They've never been on a call before. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And they're yep. sitting there. They're whacking away on their keyboard. And they're da 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 da. Dogs and... barking, yelling at their kids. <clears throat> yeah, they're, <clears throat> they're talking shit about the conference call that they're on. You don't know how many people. I guess all these people are just have speakers, and you're using the webcam microphone or something. Yep. So, like, I'll have one person there. I guess they have Outlook open. Outlook. There's a there's a a noise when an email is received, mm-hmm. and then I hear it come from someone else because their thing picked it up and then it retransmitted it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, are you fucking serious? It's like a circle of feedback. Yeah, and it's like multiple times during the meeting. I'm like, really, dude? You know, I, so in my time using WebEx at work, I have I have learned how powerful a tool WebEx could be. Um, but for whatever reason, companies don't understand, like if you give someone WebEx, just buy them a $50 headset, you know, you gave them a $600 computer and maybe a monitor and a docking station if they needed it, just give them a fucking fucking pair of headphones. So before I left my previous job, they did that. Finally, Mm -hmm. they gave everyone a Logitech USB headset. Dude, that's that's all you need to do. Like, dude, you know how many times I've been in calls, meetings, just like Michael, and there's all these people, and it's like, you know, they're 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 talking, and it's like, you're like, what is going on, Charlie Brown's parents? You know, it's like, wah, 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 wah. you're like, God damn it, why does everything sound like shit from your end? You know, now we discovered last night WebEx is bad, but like Dave was doing his side of the phone call on his phone. Jamie probably had his laptop open, doing it on his laptop. Uh, what's her face had it on I'm, her laptop? I'm her pretty sure he, Jamie was using his phone. So. No, but he had his. Was it his phone? I think so. Yeah. So he, the second he was on was on his phone. You know, they're standing outside. There's a fire going. People are talking in the background. You know, they're violating the separation and all this kind of shits going on. And it's just like, okay, cool. You know, so it sounded like shit the whole time. It was like, you can't hear anything. You know. I had my headphones on, which aren't the, the my microphone here isn't the best, but it's better than all of theirs. Michael had his microphone. Were you using you were using your show microphone or your headset microphone, Mike? Just my headset. Okay, so yeah, I mean, Michael sounded like shit to me, 
You know, so, I mean, WebEx isn't good. Let's let's not lie. I mean, WebEx even James sounded. I mean, James, you sounded good, but not great. No, but and, everybody sounded fuzzy to me. Yeah, it was like, gar, 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 like, yeah. and it was because it was fucking WebEx. You know, yeah. So, because I know how we sound. You know, so it's I'm so like, weird. There's like uh, no concept of quality. It's strange that they'd make a product like that. Where nobody's thinking like this is like bed just sounds bad and we shouldn't do this. Now you know what Dave mentioned, and I have no idea if that has anything to do with what we were doing last night, but uh, they're lowering the quality of certain things. And I just saw a thing like Netflix; they're lowering the speeds or they're doing something so they don't quote unquote break the internet while everyone's at home. Right. So I don't know if that is. As any bearing on the Cisco WebEx call we were on last night, but so I think something to think about. I think I think he's probably right. I noticed with um, Amazon Prime, the first like three or four minutes of every show is fuzzy, like lower low quality, like six forty by four eighty. That's that's the the function of your setup. Well, what are you talking about? Are you an audio visual guy now? <laughs> Mike's the chairman of the AV club. Thank Appa- you. Apparently, yeah. All right. Who has a train going by? Uh, that's probably me. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I get a train going by every now and again. Yeah. Uh, you want me to tell it to stop? <laughs> no. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> you open your window and yell at the top of your lungs at the train. <laughs> like, like, like most men, I'm a train guy. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> it's like there, there he goes, Evan's <clears throat> fucking yelling at trains again. Jesus, yeah. I wish I could ride the rails. Mad Be a hobo. Hmm. Have you watched any of the train videos on YouTube? I have not. So there's a four-hour train video that they made us watch at work. What? When I say they, I mean the guy put it on the TV in the knock and just left it playing. <laughs> and so, like, there's a like a you know, 200 screen or whatever it is that takes up one half the knock wall, and a train, and like a train trip from like I'm just gonna say names of places like Svalbard to like you know, Dusseldorf or whatever is like the train's going through a mountain trail. The, the GoPro is mounted on the front of the train, and you're just like riding along as a train goes down the tracks, and it's like this peaceful video. It's four hours long or five hours long of the train just going. Yeah. So apparently that's very popular in Scandinavian countries like Norway and Denmark, and they have a television station dedicated to watching no. trains travel. No. Yes. I like it. That is so weird. <laughs> Michael's gonna, gonna gonna pay five dollars a month for the VOD of that. The VOD network <laughs> of that. Train how, do I, how do I get Shlugan this as part of my part of my cable package? Yeah. <laughs> You can get you can get Spanish channels. How do you get fucking yeah. the train channels from from Scandinavia as the wherever that is? No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, that's interesting. But yeah, all right, cool, cool man. Yep. So, uh, Mike, how was your week? Uh, you know, Evan, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, you know, my schedule should be the same as 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 always. You know, except I'm working from home. But man, this whole thing has put my whole sleep schedule in a in a topsy turvy thing. How so? Just going to bed at weird hours, and then waking up, and then lunch, my lunch break comes, and I'll just take a nap, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, uh, it's yeah. like you know, and so like, and like Friday night, Friday night, I actually went out 
to a liquor store. <gasps> Lots of people there, by the way. Oh, violated the, the social distancing thing, and so did everyone else. Um, in search of vodka, mm-hmm. got some, brought it home, and uh, put it on the kitchen table, ate some food with my mom, mm-hmm. and then promptly went to sleep. Okay. I thought you were like, cat knocked it over, shattered, it's gone. Nope. It's a... <laughs> uh, for some reason, so the smaller bottle is glass. I got the larger bottle, which is plastic for some reason. Burnett's classy. Smirnoff. Wow, oh, okay. Not the best, not the worst. So, um, yeah, and I, I basically by 11, 11.30, I was in bed. Hadn't touched the vodka, nothing. You're like, like a responsible adult now? Yeah, except I woke up at 3 a.m. and then was up till like 11 a.m., Ah. And then went to sleep for another four hours to like <laughs> four or five p.m. or four p.m. basically, Perfect. so like five hours. Yeah. Although I did get some cleaning done. That's a positive. I was, I was, I was watching some videos, you know, some Joe Rogan, some uh, Joey Diaz. Uh huh. And uh, let me tell you something, cocksucker. <laughs> and then I uh, I had some boxes here in my room that like full of papers and bullshit. Mm. So I went through them all, hence the pictures I showed you earlier. Uh huh. And then basically got rid of three boxes. That's good. Do you have a shredder? I did. I don't know where it is. Uh, <laughs> it's probably in a box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had one before we moved. So yeah. Uh, okay. Don't know where that fucking thing is, but yeah, it's whatever. And Evan, if someone wants to look at our Verizon wireless bill from 2002. Right. They're more than welcome to. It's fine. Gotcha. Yep. You know, Pepco bill, whatever. Fine. Take it, you know? Under- yep. So it's all, it's all shit like that. I was like, eh, whatever, you know? Although I'm glad I did go through all these boxes and things, because I did find my mom's baptismal certificate. Wow. Yeah. And it actually has like a seal on it. Like it's, you know, like it's from the state or something. Or Is it a papal from- document? It's this thing. Papal? <laughs> I was like, what? Extra? Oh, it's French. I yeah. wonder what the papal document says. Is it like, I accept this child into my service? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says, a, uh, from the register of baptisms, marriages, and I don't know what this word is, sepulchers, in the in the parish of Sepulchre? St. Saint Clement de Beauharnois, uh, poor for nineteen forty for the and for the year nineteen forty two. Mm-hmm. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. All right, and this is saying they gave it to, so the church filled this out and they gave it to Beauharnois to on Bohorn- this other date. Beauharnois. Well, that's where my mom's from. Yeah. Oh. Boar noir, but you know, in in English, Bohornois. <laughs> yes, okay. but just so just so we're all clear, the the Indian reservation where my mom's mom is from mm-hmm. is close by, and that's called close by to Bohornois. I mean, and it's called Kenawaki. But kind of wacky. It, another another way to pronounce that. Because apparently it's, you know, in the language. Like, my mom, half the time she says, Cocknawaga. What? Wow. Yes. 
It's like Peking or Beijing, you know? It's like two different mm-hmm. ways to say the same place, you know? So it's Kanawaki or it's Kaknawaga. Yeah. England has shit like that, too. Like, they have a city called Leicester. But if you look at it, you're like, Leicester? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, English and yeah. the the English are uh, some wacky shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't uh isn't there a city like that like Dublin or one of those not Dublin but one of those has like a weird name like to me it's not pronounced the way it's spelled Uh I don't know what it would be Yeah, I can't think of what it is either, but I'm sure I'll think of it in an hour. I'm sure yeah. a bunch of those places are like that. Yeah. Yeah. All true. the names are fucking weird over there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, my week was okay. You know, like I said, sleep schedule was kind of fucked up, but whatever. Got some work done. I actually, so like you and like James, I actually went into the office on Friday, but I went in around 530. So guards are there. Did I see any actual people there? Nope. Cleaning crew was there. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish I could do Vacuuming. that. Vacuuming. I can't get in. I can't get in after six, so. Mm. I can get in any time. So, um, and I was there till about eight. Honestly, I was there a little later than I meant to be there, but that's okay. I had I had a task to do anyway that night. So stealing? <laughs> yeah, stealing. Um, no, I had to patch some servers actually, which I could have done from home, but um, I needed to go in and do something else anyway. That would have taken forever over the VPN. So mm-hmm. I figured I had to sync these two file shares together, and it can it can take a while. So better to do it from a computer at my desk rather than over the VPN. Right. Good old. So good old X copy, surely. Uh, not really, but yeah, it's a uh, it's Jamf related. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, next week, um, you might be able to be more comfortable working from home with all the free uh, screen real estate you're about to set up. That's true. That's true. Uh, I did order a 50-inch 4K television Yeah. from the top maker in the industry of that, TCL. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. And it is a refurb at that. Oh, boy. Fantastic. Uh, $170. Worth Jeez. every penny. Walmart.com. Cover your entire wall in those televisions. <laughs> so I've yet to open the box, as mentioned earlier. But uh, yeah, I'm getting inch. there. I'm trying to. Yeah, fifty inch. Damn. So and that's intended, James, to be my new monitor. Yep. That's okay. So have you know, use a monitor that big before. I have not, James. It's horrible. Well, see, it's four K. It's different. No, it's gonna be horrible. Well, here's the thing. My buddy at work. Well, I used to work with at the other job. Um, he's telling me, he's like, hey, I just got a new 40, 40 uh, what did he get? He got a 42-inch at Costco over the weekend, 4K TV, and he set it up as his monitor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he sent me a picture with his phone of his setup. How far he's, away are you going to sit, sit from it? He's, he's like, it actually works pretty well. Uh, foot and a half. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, no, man. That's going to suck. As, this far. So whatever this that's, is. That's going to suck after a while. 
<clears throat> well, we'll see. I mean, your, nothing, your nothing has to be permanent. Nothing has to be permanent. Never, know, so. n- not everybody's eyes are like mine that are all destroyed. So maybe <laughs> you'll be fine. For me, I did that with the 37 inch I had back in the day. And obviously it wasn't 4K. So it looked like shit for a lot of reasons. But man, it was, oh, it hurt my <clears throat> eyes. And uh, I just felt bad. You see, the thing about these 4K TVs now, you can set it up so that you have four quadrants. And each quadrant is like a normal monitor. How many, how many Jan Michael Vincents per quadrant? <laughs> is, it, is it important for us to know who Jan Michael Vincent <laughs> is? No, 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 no. He's like, nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> where did, where did, where, where, you said it was at Walmart? Was it on sale? It was. Oh, but it's not anymore? I think last time I checked, it went up by 20 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Now, keep in mind, this is a refurb 50-inch TCL brand television it's fine it displays images doesn't it it does theoretically honestly these are very popular tcl is uh you'll see them at best buy you'll see them at walmart you'll see them all over the place and of course it's a smart tv so what does a smart tv means you know it's hilarious although i can't really blame her my mom thought that a smart tv meant it was a touch ah like you could go up to it and pinch and zoom, and you know, oh, that's what, that's what she thought it meant. I was like, no, it just means you know you can get Netflix and shit on it. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's it. She's like, yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she it's online. Was like, eh. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad. I mean, I wouldn't mind a TV that I could touch and pinch and zoom. Just right. the fact that it would be like disgusting. True. <laughs> After like a month, it'd be like, oh god. Um, and so this one, the smart, the smartness in it is a uh, Roku, actually. Which I think is the better one. Um, these TVs come in two versions, basically these days, unless you get like a Samsung or something. But these TCLs and other cheaper brands like this come in either. You'll get one that's either Roku or you'll get one that's Amazon Alexa, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or a Fire TV, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Fire. I guess it's called technically it's called Fire TV. So one of my friends, she got a TV recently, and it's the Fire TV version. It's okay, you know. Um, but from everything I've read online, the Roku version is the one to get. So, whatevs. Looking forward to a thorough review when mm-hmm. you get around to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that should be uh, interesting. Then I was trying to look up if my video card can handle it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it can. I just can't have a game at full, full bore... You know, 4K size, anti-aliasing to the max, and blah, blah, blah. I can't do all that. But that's fine. I, I'm, I mean, you all, probably, for all the gaming I do, Yeah, I'll be fine. You probably could if you were okay with, like, 9 FPS. Right, exactly. Ooh, so James just put a, uh, he put a link in the show notes. Train trip in 4K. All right. I you look forward to your, trying that out for your new TV. Yeah, hell yeah, exactly. Yeah, these other monitors I have here are slightly better than 1080p. So it's 4K. Woo! I'm gonna see things I never knew existed. Welcome to the future. Yep. Apparently now it's 8K, right? I think yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Well, that's been a thing for a while. Isn't that what the red cameras recorded? Uh, they do. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, we're recording 8K. What can you play it on? Nothing. <laughs> Basically. Well, it'll get there, I'm sure. It's like, it's more real than life. No? Yeah. <laughs> what what resolution do our eyes see in? I thought I saw an article about that once. Like, you know, how know. many megapixels, or I forget what it was, you know, how they measured it. But Like, there's a there's a limit. It's not like, you know, it's like 800 megapixels or something. It's like, you know, 50 or whatever it was. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, hopefully next week uh, goes a little smoother after week one here. Hopefully people learn learn some lessons on the, on the uh, what's it called? Social distancing? No, the, um, uh, the, the working from home and the video calls and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they won't. You, well, know, you, know, you know how many times someone's talking and they hit, you know, they're on mute? Oh, yeah. You know, that too, you know, which happens to us all the time too, but you know, something you gotta be aware of. It's just funny. Go ahead, James. No, I mean, I I was, I want to discuss this is when we talk about the coronavirus in a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I I think probably at some point need to get in that. But, um, I think there's something very interesting about, uh, what this is going to do to our society, depending on how long it lasts. Like, the like i feel like we're going to have a res- like this huge not a resurgence but emergence of telework as an option because companies will see how much money they saved for based on like like how much money they saved by how much work was not done or was done you know and they'll see the bonuses and a lot of unnecessary people will lose their jobs sadly and a lot of people will be working from home from now on you know and companies will scale back and say, we don't need an office for 6,000 people. We don't need a campus. We need, you know, a basement somewhere, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think that I found it very interesting. Um, yeah, like shared desks, you know, scale down by like three quarters of their real estate. Yeah. And and I think we'll see what, what I think you and I are familiar with, and maybe Michael as well, is the hoteling. Yeah. You know, which is like, you know, you, or you hot, you're hot desking with like six people or whatever, or, or five people. Throughout is that week. like you sit with six people and just like fart, heat, heat the place up. <laughs> well, no, hot, see, hot that, see, that's what James does right now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's six desks, but they're inside one of those rooms that they allow you to smoke in inside a European airport, and then you're just farting inside. So it's yes. like kind of a hot box, but it's a hot desk. That's nice and airtight. Yeah, zero circulation. Yeah, no, it's just and it just it's it's bad in there, but just it's nice. Body odor, farts, and yeah. hot breath. Yeah. Are there really yeah. rooms like that in uh Yes. Europa? Huh. Dude, there's smoking rooms in the Atlanta airport. Are there? Yeah. Never noticed yeah. that. But of course I've only been there once. Yeah. Well, twice technically. But once on the way up down and once on the way up. You <laughs> yeah. know, but <laughs> uh all right. <clears throat> well, let us discuss. Let's get into some news. So at the top, at the tippy top, mm-hmm. we kind of already covered half of it, but that's all right. Rona, you old girl. Right. So the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, mm-hmm. coronavirus.gov. There's even that website now. But where's um, the uh, coronavirus is a democratic hoax.net? Where's that website? Well, that 
is being spun up right now by Star by... Registry Incorporated. <laughs> the Star the International Star Registry. Sorry. Sorry. Incorporated. Sorry, LLC. No. Limited liability, yeah. Evan. Come on now. Gotta protect your neck. <laughs> exactly. Oh, speaking of that, we can talk about that later. But um so yeah, so shit, the virus Everyone thought, well, I'm not going to say everyone thought. If you listen to Trump, mm-hmm. what he was saying for the last couple of weeks or last month or whatever was, uh, it's no big deal, it's all good, whatever. And now that shit has hit, and it has hit big time. And it's just starting. It is just ramping starting. Up. Dude, my dad was like, I th- I'm pretty sure this will blow over in you know three weeks or so. I was like, okay. yeah no no um yes not good well what was i just looking at here there was um how many people are dead dying yeah um i just had it up here okay big numbers in italy confirmed cases globally three hundred thousand. Okay. Past 300,000. Infections in the United States today on Sunday climbed to more than 30,000. Oh, wow. Almost doubled. Last I heard was 16. But that's kind of how exponential growth works. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, here in uh, the D.C. area, not good. Uh, let's see. So in the DC area, five hundred and sixty-eight cases. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maryland, two hundred and forty-five. Virginia, two hundred and twenty-one. DC, one hundred and two. Wow. Uh, a third person has died from it in Maryland. A now woman who comes- was in her forties and lived in Montgomery County. The first. Three people in Maryland. Uh-oh. Didn't they all uh, survive? That I don't know. Okay. They closed the streets today in front of the uh, cherry blossoms. Oh, yeah. Because people weren't listening to stay home. Like, go home, you idiots. So finally, the, the, the mayor said, okay, we're closing the streets so you can't even drive by them now. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, jeez. You know they closed the metro station that's the closest to them, like, last week. Well, that makes sense. They've closed a couple metro stations here and there to limit, you know, where people, obviously where people can get off and, you know, I guess those popular spots are, I think the other one is near the museums. Mm-hmm. One of the other ones. That makes sense. So. Mm-hmm. But metro's still running, maybe on an, an a, uh, altered I think I saw every 30, 30 minutes train comes. Okay. Now, I thought I saw that they restricted travel on the tr- public transportation system to essential personnel. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't really know what that means because it's not like you can hold up your essential personnel card right. when you go through. So, I don't know what that means or if there's just, you know, they're just telling everyone, if you're, if you're not essential personnel, stay home. But, you know. Um. This shit is crazy, man. This shit is yeah. wild. 
And if you really want to freak yourself out, we're going to talk more about it later. Watch the movie Contagion. Okay. So I saw that movie when it was pretty new and then hadn't watched it since. I watched it this past week. Oh, my fucking God. You're like, oh, this is what's happening now. You're like, mm-hmm. 100%. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, You're I don't like, want to freak myself out. This is going to get bad. And fuck Amazon <laughs> for, for having nothing but like that kind of shit on their fucking <laughs> system right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I posted a picture earlier this week. I typed in Contagion, I think, on uh, Netflix. And they actually nowhere nowhere has contagion for free. By the way, they're all making you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy theory. Um, so, but but Netflix does have Outbreak for free. Dustin oh. Hoffman. So it's good. There you go. Get your your fill that way. Um, man, I hadn't seen that movie in so long. I was like, oh, this is a little dated. <laughs> Not super dated, but a little dated. Came out in ninety five. Um, but yeah, I posted a picture earlier this week of if you type contagion on Netflix and what comes up, it's like all these fucking movies. It's like, it's like outbreak, pandemic, carriers, blah, whatever. It's all either zombie movies or just whatever movies, you know, like kind of end of the world. Oh my God. Shit's happening. Movies. I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, yeah, you get your fill, you know. You freak yourself out. <laughs> Watch any number of these. I downloaded Twenty Eight Days Later. I haven't watched it again, but um, yeah, man. Just we talked about the uh, our our various experiences at the grocery stores and whatnot. Yep. Well, you know what? Uh, the upside to this is, oh, you know, over the last decade or so, uh, kooks have been talking about oh. Wh- you know, why are they building up all these FEMA camps and everything? Now we get to use them. Hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought I saw... So someone... I, I follow a couple of accounts on uh, Facebook that are local. You know, like the MoCo show and something else. Yeah. And <clears throat> there were pictures of army... I'll say military vehicles traveling on the highway. Mm-hmm. And people were freaking out, like so taking pictures and sending them in. And the guy was like, "It's okay, we know they're going to uh, where they go. They were going somewhere to uh, like a stadium or something. To start setting shit up." Yeah, I'm sure it's National Guard, and they're mm-hmm. deploying like, you know, not mobile, like mobile hospitals or something. Right, right. So here's the other thing I'm sure you guys have heard about ventilators. Apparently yeah. that's the that's the top thing right now. Uh, yeah. And apparently we don't have nearly enough mm-hmm. here in the land of plenty. Yep. Did you hear about the story? I think it was in England about the guys with the 3D printers. Yeah, I, I did not. Three, it was in. I know there's a group in Spain. They're they're 3D. Oh, no, Italy. They're 3D printing the ventilator components again, you know. Illegally. Yeah, that that makes sense. So the company who, you know, obviously you just said there's a shortage and it's going to be worldwide. So like, what I'll call the tips that look like whistles for these ventilators, the hospital was basically out of them, and the manufacturing company, uh, I guess, 
maybe they didn't have any more to send or something like that. Normally, they charge $11,000 for these tips or or ventilator adapters. So some guys were like, let me take a look at one. And they designed their own version, um, you know, to be 3D printed and started printing them and giving them, you know, to the hospitals. And each one costs like a dollar to print. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of eleven thousand dollars, and of course, the company who supplies them is suing these guys. But fuck them. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I like that though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, bailouts. Right. We've heard. We've heard rumors. We've heard stories. Right. Maybe they're contingents. Gonna be, they're going to be bailing out. What are they going to be bailing out? Some airlines. Airlines. Probably contingent on the, you know, there's talk of um, not letting them buy their own stock back, which is, I guess, a thing that they did in the past. Hmm. And so, you know, that's good because I guess, you know, if they get a bailout, they get this huge influx of money. Their stock is shit. They can buy it at like a low price and pump up, you know, their business again. Somehow magic. I don't know how numbers work. And then basically make a whole bunch of profit off of this. And, you know, politicians are trying to... So they could sell the stock when it's high again. Right. And then, yeah. Interesting, Evan. Yeah. You guys heard about... Interesting, big, if true. This is the guy who got caught, right? You're talking about... Uh, No. No. Please tell us about that. Um... I, I I did not get to the part where they talk about his name, but he's a Republican senator who uh, basically he was he was getting a bunch of information like he was getting classified briefings in February about the coronavirus. And they were like, you know, this is serious. It's a big problem. And he was telling, you know, the public Senator Richard Burr. There you go. Yeah, that's him. And he was telling the public, you know, everything's fine. It's going to blow over. Not a big deal. This is before, like, Trump was taking it seriously. And on the side, he was telling, um, he was telling, you know, his uh, super PACs and all these like the vend- not vendors, but, you know, like uh, people who are giving him money. He was saying, yeah, this is serious. Take care of your stock, whatever. And he I think he sold like one point two, one point four million dollars worth of stock and got out of uh, all his hotel stocks so he wouldn't lose money. So they're saying even Tucker Carlson said. This guy should resign and uh, immediately be brought up on charges for insider trading, which that is literally insider trading. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Now, isn't I could be mistaken, but isn't the law that actually congressmen are exempt from insider trading rules? I don't don't know that. I don't know. Which is a hell of a uh, hell of an exemption. If it's true, I thought I heard that, but again, like I haven't done the research. I mean, it probably is true, knowing our corrupt fucking country. Yep. So he did true. dump about one point three million dollars worth of stock, and that is significant because not long before his net worth was valued at one point seven million dollars. So that's like everything. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I see here in this article, which I just sent to you guys, it says 1.72 million. Uh huh. Well, well, it says as much as. Okay. So whatever that means. Um. So this guy is uh, 
chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so apparently, uh, from what I heard, the set, the intelligence community at large was trying to tell Trump about this, mm-hmm. like all the way back in January, maybe, or maybe in December, I don't know. And he was just like, nah. Yep. Like, get fucked. Oh, also, something I heard, I didn't read the full article, but I saw it on, on the internet, so it's true, that um, there was a German company who developed uh, sort of an early vaccine for this, maybe like within the last three weeks, that had some promise that some, I'll say subsidiary um, of the quote-unquote Trump Corporation tried to buy that pharmaceutical company. Yeah, like they put the they put the offer forward, and uh, the the CEO of the pharmaceutical company like presented the offer to the to the board, and they're like, "Fucking get out! You're fired!" And the previous, like uh, the creator of the pharmaceutical company, took back over, and he was like, "We're not dealing with that shit. Get out of here." This is the German one, right? Yeah, yeah. So they tried to buy. So so Trump tried to buy them. Trump or like someone in his circle, like in his family or one of his subsidiary companies. Jeez. Yeah. Tried to buy what? The pharmaceutical company that created Uh, a vaccine. Oh yeah. I did see something about that. Uh, This is like, like abuse of power 101. There's a term for this. It's called war profiteering. And this is obviously not war, but this is like definitely profiteering what they're trying to do right there. Right. Oh, this is war, James. No, you're right. At a a microscopic level. People are (laughs) saying we're in a war economy right now. Yeah, I see that. Which actually makes sense. I believe that. Is this World War Three, James? Mike, is this World War Three? The virus war? Yeah. So let me ask you this, and James, I see you. You have a uh, article kind of related to this later, but uh, so what? What industries now have been basically devastated by this? So you, all three of us, we're working. We're good, yeah. right? We can work from home, thank God. You know, we're good to go, right? Not a problem. Mm-hmm. But what about? What about no? <laughs> what industries have been devastated? Restaurants, um, restaurants, bars. Yeah, any service industry. Hotels, right? Yep. Vacations. We know that the airports, or not the airport. Well, the airports, but you know the the airlines, mm-hmm. cruises. No one's ever going to take a cruise ever again. I they can't. Will. I don't know. I don't know why you talked me into buying those cruise shares, Evan. No, no, no. No one's ever fu- going to take a fucking cruise. Yes, they they got to be out of their mind. They a were out of their minds before. It's, yes, it's a, a cruise fucking. Ship- is a goddamn petri dish. It's a breeding ground yes. of defecation. Yes, people will go back on cruises because they're old and they're sappy. It doesn't yes, make sense. It's, it's I know we would never go on one because we're not suckers in that <laughs> way. But it'll it'll go back up in like a year or two. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't. I didn't sink all my money into. Yeah, the the Carnival Cruise Line. Thank you know, God. We, we each bought like three hundred shares. Best five bucks we ever spent. You know. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Is that low? No. No. 
<laughs> I wish. I did buy though, James. Guess what? Nutanix. Yeah, me oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> James, I'm I'm surprised you're not you don't have like ninety percent of your uh, portfolio in Nutanix. Is that's a conflict you're, of interest? Was, you're their guy. Oh, <laughs> it was fifty dollars a share when I looked at it. What is it now? Thirteen. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a good price. I bought it. It was around thirteen, twelve, thirteen, something like Sounds that. Sounds about that's, right. Yeah, I think I bought it yeah. like fourteen and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll buy that. I spent a lot of money this week on things I shouldn't have bought. I think yeah, I spent, spent two hundred dollars in Japanese products, um, like forty seven hundred yen on some <laughs> fucking CD, a music CD, and like all kinds of random shit I bought. Um, and I was just now looking at a one thousand dollar Hasagawa VFA one hundred three Jolly Rogers seventieth anniversary model kit. On Amazon, and I was like, "Oh man, it looks good." Um, with the the F uh, whatever thirteen. James is gonna keep the economy going all by himself. It's true, dude. Yeah, I got paid, and there's nowhere to go. I'm in the house, trapped. <laughs> so the money's just like whistling out of my wallet. So I wasn't gonna buy this model kit, but maybe I will invest in some stock instead of yeah. Of that's a right. model I, uh, I'm never going to assemble. I uh, I did buy a uh, hundred dollars worth of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Off of the internet, and I don't know if you are comfortable sharing this with the quote unquote public. Uh, you also picked up an additional resource. I did. I did. Uh, I was looking for a Remington eight seventy, but by the time so I should have gone to the store early Saturday morning. Instead, I went late Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. By then, game over. Mm-hmm. So, I actually saw uh, either on Thursday or Friday, someone posted, s- someone I stalk on Instagram posted, and now they're in California. They showed a picture, they drove by, and they're like, look at all these idiots lined up at the gun store. So, I saw that Thursday or Friday, and I was like, I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Then, like, I was thinking about it like a day later, and I was like, fuck. I was like, I need to be an idiot. So I was like, they're right. They're right. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. So, I was going to go Saturday, then I didn't go, and then I was like, I woke up Sunday, and I was like, I need to go. I need to fucking go. I need to see what I can get. I went to one gun store. They were closed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed to be open. Um, the sign, they had a handwritten sign on their door saying, we're closed due to technical difficulties. Okay. Yeah, I called them the next day, and I was like, I was like, what happened, you guys? He's like... Oh, our cash register was messed up. I'm like, oh, I thought you guys were all coroned out or something. And he's like, oh, no, man, no, we're good. Um, oh, okay. I called him about signing up for that class. Mm-hmm. I got to go pay for that, actually, tomorrow. On Monday, I got to go up there and pay for that. They only have one, like, two seats left. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in May. Someone told me, who was it? Was it you told me there's another class nearby somewhere? I didn't tell you anything. Someone told me there's another class. Oh, no, um, Randy told me about a class down the road from me. Hmm. So I might check that place out. It's a hmm. gun store down the road. Oh, okay. Well, I uh, so I went there. They were closed, and I was actually pretty close to Arundel Mills. So I was like, all right, Bass Pro Shops it is. Mm-hmm. And drove there. Huge line. When you go there, so the gun department, they have a, you know, take a number. And then they have a, you know, a thing like at the MVA now serving... Number 31, you know, now serving 32. And so I 
I got there. They were on number 30. I picked a number. It was like 78. Nice. Must have been like 4 p.m. No. Eh, 4.35, something like that. By about... So the store closes at 7. By about 6.20, 6.30, I was being seen. A lot of people weren't simply not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're like 31, all right, 32, 33, you know. That's good. So... Skipped a lot, which was good. Went up to the guy. I was like, yeah, I'm looking for like a Remington 870 or, you know, something. He's like, something for home defense. I'm like, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like you said those key words. I was like, yes, sir. And so he said, all right, well, he's like, we've sold a lot of stuff last last couple days. He's like, we're out of most stuff. He's like, I think I got something, though. I think I got something for you. It's like, okay. He went in the back, came back out. It was still in the box, brand new. A Winchester. Mm-hmm. You should have told him you needed a home defense AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could have got one. <laughs> um, they had Glocks right there. I almost bought a Glock, too, you know, but whatever. So, although I couldn't walk out with that, you know, I'd right. have to come back. Yeah, you got to wait so. You got to wait on the Glock because it's a, kid, a mass murderer. Shotguns, mm-hmm. rifles, walking on out. It's all good, man. You're going to go hunting, right? Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, show me this Winchester 12 gauge. It's like, okay. Technically, it's for hunting. The barrel's a little long. Not super long, but longer than you'd normally like, but that's okay. Helps with accuracy. Um, It does have some kind of choke in it, which I still need to determine how that works. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, if someone's standing five feet in front of me, I don't think it's an issue. Right. We'll still, we'll still get there, you know? We'll still, <laughs> so, or 10 feet or whatever, you know? Um, so anyway, picked up, picked up this, you know, filled out all the paperwork, which actually you fill out all on a computer there on a laptop. Like the guy comes out and he's like, here's a laptop, turns it around. I fill out everything here. Okay. The only thing I had to show them was the driver's license. Okay. They're like, does your driver's license have your current address on it? Yes. Okay, good. You know, like, that's like all they cared about. I was like, all right. And, you know, the questionnaire asks you, have you, are you a criminal? Blah, blah. Have you been convicted of a crime? Blah, blah. This and that. Da, 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 da. All these things, you know, no, no, no. All right. They do an instant background check. Yay or nay. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They check you out. Walk out with it. You're good to go. Done. God bless America. Yep. Sold me the 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 shotgun shells right there on the spot too. He Those though he shot. Uh they're shot. Uh, I don't think either they didn't have slugs or he just didn't think it was necessary. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They were honestly they were pretty cleaned out of a bunch of ammo that yep. day. No nine millimeter to speak of, period. Um and the shotgun shells were looking pretty bare, too, but I did get a couple different kinds. One's more for target, and one's more for defense, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you get hit with any of these rounds. You're not going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. That's a bad so. day. So now the, the shotgun shells, he did, after I paid for everything, he did put those in a plastic bag, 
and put like a thing around it so you can't open the bag easily mm-hmm. while I'm walking out, you know? Yeah. That's good. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Put everything in the trunk and went home. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I assume it is no longer in the trunk because that would be irresponsible. It is no longer in the trunk. That is correct. Okay, very good. And okay. it requires assembly. <laughs> that was a close call right there. It's it requires- a 50-50 chance. Michael would be like, yeah, it's in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. This is it. It's a beaut. So you got the sticker on it there. See? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now look down the barrel to make sure it's clear. Yeah. Oh, it's got the release here. There you go. Like, did you read the manual? Absolutely not. I did, and I watched a, a YouTube video of a AKA guy un- John unboxing. Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. It's a documentary. A guy uh, unboxing one of these and, and assembling it. Okay. So, the one he had that was all camoed. Uh huh. <laughs> this one, Evan, you're going to love this. This is called the Winchester SXP Turkey. <laughs> Poetic justice. Yep. Now you may you may say, well, what? Why'd you get the turkey one? You know, if you hate turkeys so much. Well, well, it, it lets you channel your rage. Number one, and also that's what they had. True. Um, it is what they had. So. It's just kind of luck of the draw there on that. But it is for shooting turkeys. Yes. So there you go. And that's Notorious the kind of, for home invasions. That's the kind of choke that is in it. Uh-huh. Whatever that means. So. <laughs> okay. Please go to a range and or somewhere, a woods, and... <laughs> Fire it several times just so you know what what that one's like. I know you fired shotguns before. You've gone skeet shooting and you know to West Virginia, but <laughs> when you get to West Virginia, they stop you at the border. Yeah, hand you a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I need to. Uh, I'll have to take it. I'll probably have to go with James the same place we went with uh, Phil that time. Oh yeah, um, I don't know what it's called. The Isaac Walton League. You know, I was gonna say Rutger Howard League. That's what I was gonna say. That's like, <laughs> definitely called Rutger <laughs> that, Howard. That'd League. be great. <laughs> it's like we're here at the Rutger Howard League. <laughs> so to get our gut off. Like, All yeah, right. exactly. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So, yes, I have acquired protection mm-hmm. for the home. Excellent. Dude, I heard, I heard like, knocking on the door one day. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the day but, has come. Yeah, then I was like, oh, it's just the guy delivering food. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of takeout guys, or a lot of car- like say carry out, takeout, same thing. I'll say, like, the British takeaway. Yeah. No, um. No, but we're in a lot of delivery, I'll say. Um, yeah, a lot of delivery. A lot of delivery. <laughs> well, not a lot, but a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Chinese twice. Um, I ordered a burrito from Chipotle.com. 
I forget who their partner is, either DoorDash or whoever. Yeah. Um, you got to support small business, Mike. They need you. I went in, to Five in Guys. These trying times. I went to Five Guys. Carried out. Um, that all the tables and chairs just yeah. Yep. No loitering. Um. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. Chef Jeff's is open for takeout. Um, they're also, and they do DoorDash or whatever, so you can get it delivered. They're also, though, selling essential items. Mm, really? They, they have toilet paper. They will sell you a roll. Nice. They have boxes of gloves, like latex gloves. Right. Kitchen. Yep. Or they have other ones that aren't latex. I forget what they are. Nitrile. Uh, something. They're green. (laughs) They're green, not purple. So I'm not sure what they are. Um, you know they sell and they're selling. You want a bottle of wine? They'll sell you a bottle of wine. You want a bottle of vodka? They'll sell you a bottle of vodka. You want beer? They'll sell you the beer. You know, whatever you want. They're adapting. They'll sell. They'll sell you a gallon of milk. Nice. Yeah, they're selling all kinds of stuff. Go buy a bag of rice. I don't know if they had that, but Mm. that would be interesting. Yeah. Yep. So, Chef Jeff's and the the associated store, Leah's. Yep. And that's something to to consider. The, you know, stores and restaurants deemed essential, they'll still be getting items. So, if you have a lead on a place that will sell you that kind of stuff... And, uh, you know, that's good to go with so you don't have to fight for anything at the grocery store. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, Yeah, but a lot of these restaurants, bars hit hard. They just have to close and that's it. Yeah. You know? Or even if they're open and operating in limited capacity, they don't have their full staff there. You know, why do you need waiters if you're just doing to-go orders, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or bartenders, you know. The the local liquor store, my favorite liquor store, he's, like, super worried. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> he's like, we're going to be fucked, you know. He's like, if they tell us we have to close, we're going to be fucked. I don't know what to do. The Montgomery County liquor store, uh, I called them on Friday night, and their message said their hours are 12 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and close Sunday. So they, they modified their hours. <laughs> Um, I don't think they've done anything to D.C. liquor stores yet, but I could be wrong. Uh, PG County, I drove to PG County, actually. James, you remember Maryland Farms or whatever it's called? Yep. I went there. <laughs> nice. It's run by Indian people now. A hmm. lot of people in this store. A lot of young kids hanging out, hanging around outside the store. Hmm. Parked cars and just sitting on the car, like on the hood or on the trunk. It's hanging out. It's like Fucking. a power. It's like a power outage that lasts a long time. Yeah. In the summertime, people are just outside doing whatever because they've been in the house for like, especially kids. They've been in the house for a week, and unlike the summer when they're out of school, they have nowhere to go. Oh, and I'm saying kids, but they're probably like 22 or something. No, no but I still, it's the same thing. But yeah, hooligans. Yeah. So I smelled weed. No. <laughs> oh, dude! I came home. I came home at four o'clock the other day. 
um, on my second to last day of before telework started, like Wednesday. And I just smelled like it was daylight outside, and there's kids the floor below me on the uh, in the garage just smoking all the weed. Like it, <laughs> the whole place smelled like fucking I don't know, man. It was ridiculous. Like Jamaica was burning. It was crazy. Yeah, I was like, mm. okay, I guess nobody cares. It's the daytime. People come home from work. Yeah, place is busy. Motherfuckers just smoking, talking. They don't care. I was like, cool. Nobody cares. Fuck it. I'm going inside. <laughs> I'm going to my house. <laughs> you know. So next up, I have in our in our rundown here TP. Mm-hmm. So this has been a big thing in the news, <laughs> and and I love the memes too, which are hilarious. Uh, memes and just articles and just people posting like, "Why is everyone buying toilet paper? I don't get it." All these people are dumb. Okay, I I get it. I mean, the people buying all the toilet paper are dumb. But now, when you say all, you mean like filling up a truck? Yes, or okay. buying like twenty. You bought three packs, buying twenty-four yeah. packs. Like, relax, right. you know. Yeah. Um. Now, and the reason you bought three packs is because you don't know what the when the fuck you'll see anymore because everyone's yeah. buying the goddamn toilet exactly. paper. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Right. Normally, you might buy one, maybe two. You know. Yeah. Let's say. You know. Yeah. You don't need that much. You're not shitting up a storm, right? <laughs> I mean, I you do eat a lot of meat, I'm sure, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Okay. So everyone's like, why is everyone, what's going on? Why is everyone buying it? Okay. Number one, the people that are buying it are dumb, but there's a method to their madness. <laughs> okay. The method to their madness is they think they're going to be quarantined at home, which is looking more and more fucking likely. Right. Especially in a lot of places. Like, isn't it happening already in... California or maybe just the city of Los Angeles or San Francisco or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so they're already on the fucking whole lockdown. They're already on fucking lockdown. Like you're not supposed to leave your house, you know? So guess what? If you're in the house for weeks on end, you're going to need some toilet paper. Yeah. Right. You got nothing to do, but eat. Cause you're fucking bored. Yep. Eat and shit. Yeah. Now, so there is a method to the madness. So everyone's like, I don't get it. Why is everyone buying toilet paper? Duh. There is a reason. I mean, okay? look, there's it's only a dumb some... reason. It's a dumb reason, but there's a reason. Yeah. There's only so much toilet paper that like one or two people can use. Now, if you have a family of six, okay. You say all these people are going to be not out of the house for six or for, for eight to 12 hours a day. They're not going to be shitting at work or at school. So they're going to be here shitting at least once a day, at least maybe twice a day. Mm-hmm. We're going to run out of toilet paper fast. Women are notoriously reckless with toilet paper. So we're children. Here we go. It's true. What do you mean, here we go? It's true. Dude, I, I used to live with Yesenia. I love her. But that girl could just... It was like she was putting toilet paper in her ass and just eating it with her asshole. <laughs> like she just... It was like the, like, the, like, the, like the bathroom was just a way to get belt-fed toilet paper in her ass. You know? <laughs> That's crazy. You know, and, and, and that's not just her. It's universally, women love toilet paper. They just get tons of it. They're like, this is great. I love this stuff. They just play mm-hmm. with it, make dolls and shit in the bathroom when they're shitting. You know, they relax, pat their coochie down six, seven, eight times, maybe stuff will roll up their coochie. Who knows what they're doing in, in there? I don't know. Something expensive, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Mm. Costing me money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, you women got to do better. 
Women do better, according do to better. James here. Okay. Do better. Um, so, yeah. So, there is a, a method to the madness with the toilet paper. My mom ordered toilet paper online uh, maybe a week ago, week and a couple days ago. She I, she ended up getting it, I think, on Walmart.com. And she's like, oh, it won't be here till March 23rd or something, you know. Wow. It's like, oh, my God. We got it last week. We got it, like, on, like, Thursday or something. Okay. So, but she didn't order nine packs of it. She ordered like, I think one 18 pack or something. I don't know. Whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. It's one pretty small box. So I haven't even opened it. So we still have plenty under the sink. Yeah. You're good for a while. So I was at a 7-Eleven randomly about a week ago and I started hearing all this toilet paper shit and they did have a couple packs of, of four packs of toilet paper. So I bought one four pack. Mm-hmm. While I was at the Seven Eleven, just like, all right, let me just get one. Just you should have bought them all, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Punish the person who's next. Make Prank them couch. shit in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Make them go find three seashells. Yeah. Oh, I commented uh, that on someone's Facebook post. Yeah, I think mm. I got that from you. That was great. <laughs> if you get along with the cleaning staff at work and have to go in for something work related, uh, maybe be like, hey, hook me up with a couple rolls. They probably don't care. Dude, the work Maybe they stole fucking, all of them themselves. Work toilet paper is fucking horrible. It's, it wouldn't be my first choice. So at my job, I don't know if I went over this. So they highly recommended that we telework starting last week. We got an email yesterday. At least two people have been found to have Rona right. in their system. One of them being in the building that I used to work in. Uh-huh. So they're like, all right, mandatory, all all Department of Commerce employees, telework. Done. Okay. Now no more, you know? Unless yeah. you're essential personnel and you have to go in. Right. Okay. Yeah. They told us the same thing. They found, so, they sent us an email on Friday or Thursday saying, yeah, there's somebody in the building who has coronavirus, so don't come back. Hmm. I mean, just don't sit at their desk. Yeah, don't don't lick their fucking coffee mug. And you're good. <laughs> I want to lick his keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I? <laughs> like fucking cat, get out of here. Let's no. see if you can stop me, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus um. So yeah, I don't know if the toilet paper thing is still a thing. I mean, all the grocery stores are still getting restocked with stuff. So I don't know if this is like the biggest deal ever. Like, yeah, you, okay, you go one day and it's not there. Maybe you can go tomorrow. They're restocked, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. They're doing now a thing where they're opening grocery stores early in the morning and only allowing. I was gonna say retarded people. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Senior people, citizens, old people, and uh, people with disabilities. Yeah. To uh, shop for the first hour, or in some cases, two hours. So if you're an old person, you better get your ass up early. But they all they all do anyway for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. really understand it. But um, yeah, go in there do their own shopping. That is not the case where I live yet. Well, yeah, because you live in a in a red state, and they, I think they probably think this is a uh, what's it called? Well, it's a Democratic hoax, obviously. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> when people start dying in the street, maybe mm-hmm. not. <laughs> Dude, I'm waiting for that. 
Oh boy, if that starts happening, oh my god. Uh, then I will yeah. need. Then I will need that holster, James. Thank you. There you go. Told you. You should just buy <laughs> one of those right now. I know you're right. That's like you're twenty right. bucks. Well, well invested right there. Anytime I looked at a holster, they're definitely not twenty bucks. Sure, they are. They're more like a hundred. <laughs> no, you're buying some crazy one. Go buy a Kydex one. Nice plastic one, man. Okay, we'll we'll look after the show. Yeah, just put it in your belt, pointed straight at your groin, like a dude. Whenever yeah. I see that in any movie, it makes and okay, I mean, it, it's a bad idea either way. But like, I was I rewatched Goodfellas for the nine hundredth time the other day, and there's a scene where Ray Liotta gets out of the car and puts a small, like a sub snub nose, basically revolver, like in the front of his pants. His pants are not like super tight, at least not to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how's that thing not just fall right through? Those things don't weigh like four ounces. I mean, yeah. like I don't get it, you know. I don't know. But anyway, he's cultivated the perfect amount of mass to keep it in place. You know what you need? Pocket pistol. True. Although if you get one small enough, then unfortunately the calibers aren't there. You know. That's why you need two of them. <laughs> Like Danny DeVito, it's like, so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> those yeah. memes are great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those memes are fucking great. Uh, all right. So, James, Evan, you guys mentioned a little bit earlier. I put an article here. I don't know if we want to get into it, like, super get into it, but uh, how this will change how we live going forward. Oh, yeah. Right. So here in this article, they say the Great Depression spurred a waste not want not attitude that defined consumer patterns for decades. Right. Very true. How many times have you heard, and especially like either your mom, your grandma, whoever? Or me. I just lectured Michael yesterday about throwing well, things away and selling things. There you go. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, I guess maybe the positive is we'll be more cautious about what we buy, so we'll save more money. I don't know. That's that's. I don't know if that's a direct effect though, because I don't think we're gonna have those problems we had in the Great Depression where there weren't things. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think there. Th- I think the things are gonna continue to be around. I think. I think the problem we're gonna see is like, you know, the economy is gonna change forever. True. You know, people people shopping methods. Practices will change, but uh. I mean, right here they they have once effective work from home policies are established, they are likely to stick. That's what I think. That's what I'm saying. Good. I think that's good. Yeah, that's a good thing for us, not for people who like deliver food to offices or businesses who are based their whole business model around serving offices. You know, janitorial mm-hmm. staff are going to lose a lot of business because a lot of companies are going to just leave big offices. You know, they're going to, a lot of office footprints are going to shrink. Um, mm-hmm. security, security guard staff, you'll probably see that scale back. Like, we have a data center in our building, but everybody else can be at home. You know, if you need to use uh, cl- a classified network, you can probably just come in one day a week and be unclassified. You know what I mean? If you're so mission critical that you need to be access to classified every day, then you're going to be sitting in an office probably. Oh, they can't do that remotely, huh? No. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Like you have to be in a skiff or something like that. But yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. This is going to change a lot of things. I mean, like what you said, shopping. What do they say shopping... about this not want that thing, though? Why do you say that? What is, what's their motive? Why do they say that will change? You know, I mean, they're saying that's what happened. The Great Depression oh. created, created that. They're just using it as an example. Okay, okay. Yeah. They're saying every economic shock leaves a legacy. And that was the Great Depression's legacy, among other things. Um, also, did you know that at the beginning of the Great Depression... We had one president who did jack all, and then he got voted out on his ass mm-hmm. because one of the governors, the governor of New York, stepped up, and he started actually talking to the people and saying, this is what we need to do, and blah, 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 and then he was voted in as the next president, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh. hmm In American 1930- hero. In question for you history buffs how long did it take for the country to effectively bounce back from the great depression still bouncing back to this day evan no kidding um (laughs) uh i don't know know. probably the probably took uh took the war and then after the war right i would say you know, so into the 50s, this is when things started. You know, all the soldiers are home, blah, blah. Everyone's buying a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're giving out loans left and so, right. There's all this money, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were still, in, still taxing rich people to death, which, right. which you know, sup. So, yeah, they were taxing rich people like 70%, 80%, mm-hmm. 60%. Now we're back dead. Now rich people are getting taxed like at 20%. Shit, they ain't getting taxed at all, man. Yeah, Am- yeah. Amazon pays zero dollar in federal income tax. <laughs> we need to step up our uh, our paperwork game. That's true, dude. I was just thinking the other day. I was like, I was like, can I become a church? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was literally thinking that the other day. I was like, I was like thinking like I was like, I guess I could say people worship here. Like I don't know, you know, like. <laughs> what do they fucking know, you know? Can I mm-hmm. become a church? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you guys saw that the the Fed lowered interest rates? Yeah. Like, And then they finally lowered it to zero? Yep. So, you know what's funny, right? People are like, <laughs> we don't have any money. America's broke. We don't have any money. We can't afford Medicare for all. We can't afford free uh, school. We oh, can't yeah, afford- of course. But of then course. they lo- when they lowered the interest rate that first time, that was just like a one trillion dollar injection into the economy, basically. Okay, like thrown into the shitter, which which gave the economy like a two hour bump, and yeah. then it came crashing back down again. And then they did it again, which is like two or three trillion more dollars, and to down to zero, which did nothing. It did absolutely nothing. But so, I could be wrong. But do you know what that actually means? It means like credit card companies can get zero percent loans and then charge us consumers, you know, twenty percent, whatever. Yeah. Um, are, you, so, are you asking, or is that, or is that well, what that, it is? That's my understanding. So, like, the way that here's Mike. Here you go. The way credit card companies make money. Here we go. Is that they get these like the super low interest uh, loans, and then basically make up uh then then they charge they'll, they'll get like you know 0.25 or now zero percent interest loan 
on a billion dollars and then they'll give out a billion dollars line of credit and they'll make a shit ton of money on the interest and late fees. We'll just say that. Um, so like the consumer doesn't get the 0% loan the companies do. Then you, then you, you know, pay all the other bullshit. So that's how credit card companies make money. Yeah. Cause everything's about fucking big companies. God forbid Americans need a, need a fucking break. I'm surprised. I'm looking for the loophole in this stimulus package you're talking about. And like young credit company. Didn't they say they're going to send Americans each a thousand dollar check? Something no. like that. Well, not not us. None of us are going to get a check. Well, not I you, think. me, and him. But <laughs> uh, but you know, real Americans. Not kidding. <laughs> you know, like I think my mom said eighty five thousand and under. Oh man. Yeah. Um. So damn, just just broke that. You know. No. Yeah. Um. No, but I mean, even so, okay, a thousand dollars. Let's say you make sixty grand a year or seventy grand a year. Mm-hmm. Here's a thousand dollars. Right now, what? <laughs> you can pay a couple bills, and I mean, if like, even that. Now I'm only two months late. Yeah, I mean, you know, how much is rent? You know, is it going to be a month or is it going to be for three months? I mean, I, this is changing every second, man. So, so yeah, who knows? But I, I heard a thousand. I heard two thousand. Now I heard three thousand for a family of four. God, okay, yeah, that's what the, that's what I just heard. Like uh, Mike Pence said Friday or something, but I don't I don't know if that how they're gonna dole that out. Like the captain it, of the Ibn Majid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine boo. I don't Ibn I, Ibn Majid. That's it. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think I don't know how they're gonna dole it out. Like how they decide an eighteen-year-old who lives in that house gets a thousand dollars, or a parent because they have four kids they get three thousand dollars. You know, just like you would with taxes. Like, oh, you have these dependents. Okay, we're gonna give you a tax break based on how many dependents or whatever. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do. This all, this all. I hate to say this all stinks of fucking um, people saying Andrew Yang's proposals. I mean, like, well, fuck it, let's just do this. Dude, yeah, I was like, is this a fuck it, we'll do it live version of universal basic income? I think it is. I think it is. Hmm. I think it is. But, the question- rem- but remember, Republicans hate uh, socialism. Hate socialism. I saw yeah. someone post, it's like, make sure you tear up that check when it comes. You yeah. Don't wanna- <laughs> That's right, you don't participate in socialism. <laughs> tear that check up, you broke fucking bumpkin. The coal mines are going to open back up. Trump's promise, didn't he? You're going to be able to fill your lungs with ash and fucking trash. Hey, look how many people now. are dumb, James. Why are people so dumb? Every, I don't Everyone's know, staying home. The environment is rejuvenating itself. We got to pump out the fucking coal fumes again. Dude, <laughs> Actually, know. Evan, you're right. That does bring up a good point. It's like the water's clearer. I saw I saw pictures of the water in Italy or something. Like So, I mean, that's like <laughs> that's kind of bogus, but the like the uh the free roaming wildlife, that's funny. Free roaming wildlife. Yeah, they're like, there's wild like boars the in New York City. What the fuck? Is it? I, I don't know what city it was, but yeah, they're like, there's deer <laughs> in Japan. I mean, there's deer there anyways. And they're like, there's monkeys in Thailand. Yeah, because they're there oh. to fucking oh, take food from I the tourists. That. Have you they're seen running that? wild. Yeah, they're running that. like gangs. Yeah. And they're <laughs> fighting each other over crumbs. Yeah. that That's a crazy, interesting impact, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. those animals live off of people feeding them scraps. And now all of a sudden the people are gone and they're just like it's cannibalism. Yeah, they're starving. Yeah. 
That is pretty wild. Yeah, that is like such a weird unintended consequence. Yeah, you never think of like, oh, how big is this monkey population that people are feeding? Is that an is that an externality? Uh, what? That's a great word. I don't I don't know what that means though. I've well, never heard that. Well, we've heard it in Freakonomics and Super Freakonomics. Okay. Elaborate. It's a uh, basically it's kind of like an unintended consequence, you know. Uh, okay. okay. Then yeah, yes. So. But it could be good or bad, you know. So. But the clear water in Italy is just because all the gondolas and their yeah, and their I, boat I, wars aren't. Uh, I know. Yeah. I know they're not stirring up the shit. Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. No, no, you're smart enough, but there's, you know, people on Facebook post that shit. They're like, oh my God, it's a miracle. Look at what this is doing for the, for the earth. It's like, no, <laughs> you're just not fucking stirring up the sediment. Well, there's that, but also like in China, they're not operating the factories and True. shit now. So That's that big. is, that is, uh, yeah. Helping out the, the air. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. But that will all go away very soon. Because to make up for lost time, I believe China's government has waived all environmental restrictions once the factories open back up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Quote, They're unquote, already, temporarily. Aren't they? I don't know what their environmental restrictions are to begin with. They're fucking but they got can't no be, laws over there. They can't be anything. Like, yeah. I'm surprised you're telling me they're waiving anything. I thought there's nothing to waive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's on paper. That's wild. Yeah, it's like, oh, we got to make up for lost time. Fucking pump it all out. That is pretty wild. Uh, James, uh, last here in the news, I saw related to everything we've been talking about, affected uh, different industries, affected different ways. These people doing something a little little different here. Why don't you tell us about this? Yeah, uh, actually, <laughs> there's a couple of uh, so strip clubs. There's a couple of strip clubs. There's this one right here. Um called uh in portland okay and uh, what's the name of it? lucky devil lounge yeah so the owner as a gag posted a thing on facebook saying oh we're starting boober eats <laughs> which is like we're gonna see a send a stripper to your house to bring you food because they they this is one of those strip clubs that horribly has a restaurant inside which i think is just gross like i wouldn't eat in a strip club but um they have a, they have a restaurant inside so what they've decided to do is, so they they shared it on Facebook. It got huge. And he said, we got 150 likes. And I was like, that's not huge, buddy. <laughs> but I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So he said, we're going to do it for real. So they have the security guards driving strippers around in pot pants and pasties. And they're delivering you food. They're going to come in your house, give you a quick dance, and then leave. Brilliant. Yeah. I don't know if it's brilliant or not. We'll see what happens. But they're, they're supposed to, they said they're going to stay six feet away from you as well. So. Mm. They're bringing the bodyguards too. Yeah, they're bringing or, the bodyguards or bouncers or whatever you call yeah. them. But yeah. Um, and then there's another place which I didn't. So you can't can't order a order a rape. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Dial a rape. Yeah. There's another place here. Uh, uh, what's it called? Shit, I can't remember the name of it. I didn't add it in here though. Uh, but they are doing a similar thing with a drive up. Uh, a drive-up strip show. So you drive, they have a drive through at their strip club. This is in Vegas, and you drive up, and you pay $100, and you get a 10-minute show from the comfort of your car. I don't know if that's worth it, but I recognize, I recognize them trying to do anything they can to keep their staff on. 
So both of these places, True. both of these places, from what I read, are keeping their staff. They're paying their staff through the whole thing. That's so, good. Yeah, that is good. That is I mean, good. $100 dollars would buy you uh, quite a while of Pornhub Premium, though. I mean, yeah, I don't know why anybody goes. I mean, well, I do know why people go to strip club, but why you'd want to go to strip <laughs> club during this period doesn't make any sense to me. It's like like sometimes I'm sitting here in my house and I have these moments where I'm like, you know what? I really want to get on Tinder and find a piece of trim. Even though I know I'm not going to find any women there who aren't horrible. I'm like, why not? I'll go on there and I'll find some girl. You know, it'll be great. I'll meet a nice lady, maybe a, maybe a future wife, you know? But now I sit here thinking, I'm like, why would I do this? This is crazy. I'm just going to invite coronavirus into my house or or go get it or go get it from someone else's house or whatever. You know, what are we going to go to? Where are we going to go to dinner? Like, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think like dating and then like cavorting with strangers is probably off the table for now. So I really couldn't see the need of going to see a strip club like Chatterbait's there. It's a thing. Only fans is a thing. There's tons of ways to get your internet jollies, you know? I'm going to rehook my computer up and get on chat on uh, VR chat soon. So, there's there's going to be a ton for people to do during this period where you'll be able to go on and like harass other people <laughs> virtually yep. or, you know, via chat with some anonymity backing you up, so. Whatever. Now, what if you were to get on Tinder and arrange meeting and sex in a pool? Will the chlorine kill the virus? Uh, that's weird. I, I didn't thought about that, man, but I, I appreciate your your hacker brain. I'm outside of the box. Taking to the next level. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. My, as the meme says, James, modern problems require modern solutions. Yeah. That is true. Uh, you did bring up an interesting point, James, that this, uh, this other place is in Las Vegas doing these drive-up strip shows. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas is basically shut down. Oh, yeah. It's apparently a ghost town. Like, it's done. Like, what do you think all those people work there? You yeah. know how many dealers and fucking bartenders and fucking waitresses and showgirls and whatever the fuck else? Cirque du Soleil? I mean, come on. Right. All that shit. You were dude, just asking I'm, what industries shut down. That's one of them. Isn't all, aren't all... Yeah, all... Dude, all movie theaters are closed. All... Theaters are closed. You know, you yeah. can't go see a fucking Broadway show or any of that kind of shit. Oh, this, everything's done. This thing may kill movie theaters forever. Mm. You know, I got I got an email from uh, Regal. They're they're not charging everyone during this. Oh, that's nice. You know, I have their monthly thing. So yeah, they're suspending that. I was like, thank God. <laughs> it's like. They must have gotten a few inquiries, and they're like, "All right, just but, suspend it." But yeah, they're not. I mean, uh, who is it? Warner Brothers is pushing a lot of stuff to VOD. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rumor that Disney Plus might push Black Widow to VOD. Um, there's a few things that people. Mm. James Bond got pushed to December. Um, a few things got pushed way back, but. For the most part, it wouldn't surprise me if we see that this puts an end to movie theaters, especially if the big companies engage with video on demand. You know, because think about it: you pay if you're in a family of like four, you pay twenty dollars to see the new Trolls movie for your whole family. It's totally worth it. Yeah, you know, 
They they experimented with that a few years ago, but then again, everyone wasn't locked in their house by force. Yeah, um, and, and also, also, <laughs> I think the proliferation of like video on demand wasn't there. True. You know, like it is now. I mean, it's better now than it was then, even if it was good then. So you know, have more. You have more people. More cord cutters are past eighteen now, living their own lives in their own homes. Yeah. So talking more about hard hit industries, Hollywood. You know how many people are on movie sets you can't be together anymore? Sure, and, yeah. of course, once again, pornography, that's some close contact, can't take their risk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, uh, is it Pornhub is waiving fees for, for people? In Italy. In Italy. In Italy? Yeah. <laughs> VPN time. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, I don't even know what that gets you, to be honest. Certain videos are Pornhub Premium only, I think. Oh, uh, yep. okay. And then, what is their, their like, Chatterbait service, also Pornhub Premium? Could be. You know, I've never actually looked at any of the live channels. I haven't either. I have no interest in that. I go to Pornhub for about 20 minutes a day. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> to get where I need to go, and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to look at. You know, Fair someone enough. Someone messaged me, they're like, have you seen the coronavirus porn? I was like, no. <laughs> not, not at all. An Axel Braun parody. Yeah, I think we were talking about that yesterday on our Cisco yeah. WebEx call. Yeah, we were. I go there for two words or three words. <laughs> Actually, several words. But <laughs> <laughs> I go there. I know what I'm going for. Yeah. Yeah, and hazmat suit ain't one of them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, okay, so nothing in Stranger Danger. I think all, all hacking is suspended. I um, Well, I, you know, hopefully. I will mention this quickly. I don't have an article to back it up. Maybe I can get something for next week. Um, there is a bill uh, that's up for a vote right now. Ooh, that, that was a scam. Yeah. A, a potentially trying to, like, outlaw encryption yet again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. I don't know many of the details, but it's right. probably attached with other funding stuff. So, you know, well, yeah, it's like it's called like the Child Safety Act or some bullshit. Yeah. But it's oh, but it's geez. really it's really a grab for our privacy. So, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, try to talk about week, that next, next week. week. All right, cool. Make a note, Evan. When uh, are they passing yeah. that? When, are they, when is that coming up for vote? <laughs> don't know. Hopefully no idea. Never. Hopefully never. We'll find out. We don't know. So. Next week. Yep. Um, all right. So in entertainment. Yep. I have the what, two. What a decade. The first two links. So just just some fun oh, stuff. Shit. This man is doing God's work. The title, Nicolas Cage made 29 direct-to-video movies in the 2010s, and this person watched all of them and included ratings and reviews. Um there are some spectacular ones that stand out. Mike and I were joking about watching Mandy when I was in town the other day. Um, God, I want to pull up the I want to pull up the IMDb page for that real quick. Okay, the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen propelling a man into a spiraling surreal rampage of vengeance. What a winner. You know, I've uh seen you saw that, that right? I've seen bits and pieces of it and 
It's not a bad movie. (laughs) Quite this. It's kind of crazy, kind of fucking nuts, but not bad. And I see the guy here rates it 10 out of 10. So there you go. So um, actually, a lot of these, a, a lot of these movies actually have higher than you would think. Uh, you know, ten out of ten, nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, five out of ten, whatever. But how many of us haven't watched a five out of ten? I mean, oh, of course. It's fantastic. But here he's got one, one out of ten. And yeah, he, yeah. For the review, he just writes three words: Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually have that pulled up. The movie's called Two One One or Two Eleven. I assume that's police code. Uh, where Nicholas Cage. Plays a uh, plays a cop here. While on routine patrol, an aging cop, his partner, and their ride along get caught in a standoff with a band of former mercenaries robbing a bank. Another winner. Oh my! It really can't be beat. Um, so definitely take a look at the the Reddit post there. Browse the comments. Have at it. Second Link, also a movie. Come on, Evan. Starring Mel Gibson. It's called Boss Level. Comes out uh, was it August 13th, 2020. A retired Special Forces officer is trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. This is going to be gold. Garbage. It actually, uh, this actually has multiple stars in it, including... It has, it has people in it. Including Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Naomi Watts. They fucking swindled her into doing this somehow. Jesus I don't know. Christ. I don't know who Annabelle Wallace is, but whatever. Neither do I. Will Sasso's in this. Ken Jong. I feel like people, These are people like need money for like child support or a new house or something like or that that you know gold plated Cadillac STS they've always wanted. Mm. Like this is what they do. They go do like a bunch of this kind of shit movies. They know no one will see it, and they're just like, "Yeah, hey, whatever," you know. No, like, I gotta work, bro. I mean, what do you want? Yeah, they collect their three hundred grand and they bounce out. That's my passion. They don't care, as long as they got that one like whatever, <laughs> and they can say, "I work with Nicolas Cage on a project." You know what I mean? Like they don't care. True, doing it for the clout. Yeah, because Nicolas Cage, like, say whatever you want about Nick Cage, dude. He's not even that. He's done a ton of this stuff. He's still like an occult hero. This one isn't this one isn't a Nick Cage, by the way. No, I'm just saying in general, he's still famous okay. as fuck. You know, like, oh sure, he's not like people. People, he's not like uh, what's his name? Let me think of somebody. Uh, the guy who just got in trouble for touching a girl, touching a girl's leg in a bar. The show me the money, black guy. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, like he, like he, he, he never got as famous as Nick Cage did. But he kind of like decided, oh, I'm just going to do shit from now on. Like, I'm only yeah. going to do movies that take place in Belarus from this point on in my career. <laughs> oh, I saw some posts on Instagram of him, and uh, apparently he's like the creepy guy at the club or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I can't vouch for that. I just saw the one clip of him, like, touching her thigh or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, I think when you're that famous, you're just like, oh, yeah, of course we want to suck my dick. Mm-hmm. Making a lot of assumptions. Yeah, because you're you're used to people telling you yes. Yeah, but women are smart now. Well, they some women are that. smart now. Yeah, can't get away with that shit anymore. I mean, as men, we have to do better. We gotta stop doing that to women. But you know, it is what it is. Boys will be boys. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, what's this beast and these stars? Oh, beast stars. Okay, yeah, that's mine. So, beast star is beast. Yeah, it's one word. Beast stars. I just made it two words. I have two clips there. It is a anime from uh, Japan. Obviously, it's about a. Uh, uh, I guess it's a, I don't know. It's a high school. Like, they're always in a high school. But this is featuring, all the characters are anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, anthropomorphic animals. So they're basically animals with human features. Someone said furries to me. Mm. Uh, I don't like using that this way, but yes, I guess. You know, they have five fingers and they're walking around. But basically, it's uh, this is kind of like the episode of Star Trek when you had like, the people who are white and black and the people who are black and white. So in this world you have, or that's the other movie with uh, the Fox guy and the rabbit police officer. This is sort of like that, except way darker. So you have this one student named Legolas or Le- Le- whatever. I don't know. Le- I'm just going to say Legolas, but that's the fucking archer from Game of Th- from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. But you have this, this wolf character named Legolas. He's the main character. And he's a carnivore. He's a gray wolf. And so there's a divide in this in the culture between carnivores and herbivores. Um, and the carnivores are not allowed to eat meat under any circumstances, um, at least in the high school. If they're adults, they have this thing called the the black market where they can go and eat meat, you know, of like f- animals who have died or donated their body to this type of effort, whatever to be eaten, that kind of thing. But otherwise, they're not allowed to hunt or anything like that. So there's this, but there's this, like, constant pressure that's going on in every episode between, like, the carnivores and the herbivores. And this, the main character, in the first episode, he's he works in the theater department of the school. Um, he's, like, a lighting engineer. Like, he puts spotlights on shit on people. And he meets a, while he's standing outside of the theater, he smells something like this wonderful aroma. And it turns out that it's this rabbit. And actually that's the first clip. Um, It's like 16 seconds long if you want to see it, but it's just his beast side of him taking over and, and going to, he's like, I'm going to eat this rabbit, you know, on school grounds. Like he loses control of himself. Um, And and mind you, the, the animals, the, the, the herb, the carnivores eat like fucking tofu steak and they're eating all this vegetarian shit and they're like, life's a hell basically, you know? Um, So, but then after he runs her down, he, you know, he lets her go and she doesn't realize who it is. And he goes and meets her again by accident and he starts to fall in love with her. Okay. And she's a dwarf white rabbit. So, it's kind of weird because he's a tall, huge gray fox and she's a tiny rabbit and she has all this other shit going on. And so one thing that you see constantly in this anime is the things we know about animals. They do that in this show. So let me ask you a question. What do you know about rabbits? What are rabbits known for? Um, having lots of babies. Yeah. Intercourse. Uh-huh. So having lots of babies. So when he meets her and the second clip is that, is him like he's helping her in her gardening club. She's the only person in the gardening club. And he meets her and they're talking and she says, Oh, you're here for that. 
and she starts taking her clothes off and she strips naked and walks up to him and you're like you're watching this you don't know and i'm spoiling big time but you're watching this and you're like holy shit what is this fucking anime because it doesn't sell yourself as that you think it's like this whole thing to teach you about a cultural lesson about race and it's not about that and you learn that her character is hated um, by all the other female students because she's the only white dwarf rabbit and she just wants to fuck all the time but she's not like lascivious about it but she's just like oh you want to fuck it's cool you know but it's not like ooh big boy it's not like that you know mm-hmm. what I mean? it's kind of weird and i'm sure maybe in the second season they'll show us some kind of damage that makes her who she is but so far they've kind of said look this is just instinctual this is who she is it's not a sexual urge or anything like that it's just like she wants to procreate you know what i mean it's like you hungry want to have sex yeah basically and it but it's done in such a good way that you don't feel cringy watching it it doesn't feel inappropriate or wrong you just think there's something wrong with her and you see the other animals doing their things too you know what i mean so it's basically all these various other animals and it's it's a good show though i mean netflix had it in netflix hell for a year but it's finally been released on netflix so um if you're interested you're in the house and you think man i don't know if i want to get into anime because it's a cartoon and I'm an idiot American and I think all things that are cartoons are just like fucking for kids, you know, and I'm closed minded and a mm-hmm. bad person. If that's you, then beta. <laughs> beta. James is a bit beta. <laughs> um yeah, if that's you, then uh B Stars might be the good place a good place for you to start. It has a great dub. <laughs> well no, it has a great English dub, so there's English speaking, you don't have to read any subtitles. Um, the dub is quite nice. I watch the dub, and I hate dubs. Um, the sub is good too. If you feel like watching, um, if you want to see it in a little, see it, see it the way it was meant to be seen with Japanese. Mind the gap. So I have zero interest in furries or anthropomorphic animals, except for cat girls. I like cat girls, but only in the sense of like a woman who lives in our society or world with cat ears and a tail not furry fur covered bodies or with a muzzle none of that just like a regular woman you know like angelina jolie with cat ears and a tail i think i don't think i'm a bad person for liking that or thinking that's hot this is like a person covered with fur they're animals 100 percent they're animals and the interesting thing is one thing that i keep seeing is that if you watch this season right you watch the show you're going to grow an attraction to the white rabbit and you're going to feel like she's, she's, I mean, this is very common in anime though, right? Like you, if you, you guys don't travel in those circles, but if you do, you'll see like, Oh, this girl's my waifu. This girl's the best girl. This girl, this guy's the best boy. This is like, um, like, uh, don't, you know, we have to defend this girl. She's our favorite girl, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of, um, kind of like, connecting real world feelings to anime characters for a lot of the anime uh, audience in general. So it doesn't surprise me that we're seeing it here, but I've seen this a lot that people are like, Oh, I love Haru. That's the character name of Haru. Haru's a great character. She's so cute. It's not like sexual. It's like, she's cute. And I, I can identify with that. She's a cute character. She's well-made. Her facial expressions come out. One thing you'll notice about this is, they have two types of animation going, three types of animation going on here. So computer designed backgrounds 
main hero characters are all computer designed and then background characters are 2D. You know, so if a character is going to be on the screen for three minutes and not again, they're probably a regular 2D hand animated character. If they're like Legolas, Haru, and the other main characters, they're 3D. They're made completely 3D, you know, computer computer aided design, whatever. And the backgrounds and everything, all the plates, background plates are all like either 3D or the far distance plates are 2D, like hand hand animated. But it's really beautiful. It works really well here. It doesn't have that cheese that CGI stuff has. It has, it looks very smooth and nice. And a matter of fact, the scene, the second scene highlighted under stars is all CG. So, and you can't tell, honestly. I didn't know until, I knew something was different about the animation style because they do camera rotations and stuff. But it's it's well made. It's It's nice. I think you'll enjoy it. So, yeah. Some of okay. this affinity for anime characters you described could be uh, at least part of the reason why anime body pillows exist. Oh, sure, of course. I thought you were going to say that's why you're alone. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Harsh. Um, yeah, no. You burn but, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Feels hard. It feels bad. But, uh... <laughs> So, Seems like yeah, I know. It feels bad. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> so uh, I was watching one of my favorite animes, uh, Recreators. It's on Amazon, and I went. That's what I bought a lot of. <laughs> I bought the Recreators soundtrack. I bought two Recreators art books, and I bought a Recreators uh, volume two of their one of their mangas or something like a rare one I could find. So I spent about 120, 130 bucks on this stuff, all from Japan and eBay and one from I bought a heavy metal band from Japan from from CD Japan for 3700 yen it never came. So I I went to the same site again CG, CD Japan cuz it's, it's supposed to be the it's like the Tower Records of Japan. Mm-hmm. So I bought this thing from CD Japan too. I hope it comes. We'll see. That's 4700 yen total. But uh yeah, so I was watching that, and while I was doing my search, I just went on eBay and typed in recreators, and seventy percent, maybe eighty percent of the stuff was die die kamarakus or die hakamakarus or whatever they're called, which is the big ass body pillow, you know. And I just thought about buying buying a body pillow as a gag and sending it to a bunch of people, but I was like, dude, this is gross, and I don't want to send that to people, like. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "That's a little girl." Like uh, American sensibilities just aren't gonna get the joke. <laughs> but yeah, that's when you hmm. send them the uh, that Joaquin Phoenix meme. It's like you wouldn't get it. Well, they have dudes, so I was gonna send some dudes out, but mm. then I was like, ah, whatever. Also worrisome, but you made the right choice. Yeah, if they had a goose, I'd get that one. <laughs> Oh, I know we're about to get into this next topic. Did you guys see the thing I sent you last night? Did you guys watch any of those videos I sent you last night? I did not. The oh. those, What's wrong with Star Trek stuff? Dude, I, I didn't get a chance to know. The one that I said, this is from Mike, it's all about money. Oh, <laughs> perfect. It, it hosts every single time someone on Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, The Enterprise, any of these shows talks about getting a paycheck, getting money, buying a thing. Or having or wanting some kind of commer- some kind of good, you know, that is not a necessity type thing, and it's amazing, you know. And this, like this guy, this particular guy, he's made a playlist of these, and he has like 
think 201 videos that are all like times when Star Trek has fucking fall back on his ass and like and and has a continuity error or made some weird mistake or done something strange or whatever you know and it's pretty crazy honestly so i mean it's worth they're they're all short and quick so i would say it's worth watching if you haven't seen them like the first two are like maybe 10 minutes long each but the rest of them are like two or three minutes long and they're i watched like them non-stop last night it was fun i was dying you know nice. like one thing i had noticed that i'm sure you guys have also noticed Data's uh, emotion chip changes size like six times in Star Trek. You know, it's big, it's tiny, it's a little disc, it's huge. It's like goes on top of his head, on the side of his head, behind his ear. You know, it keeps changing location and size depending on what season we're in or if it's a movie. Pretty wacky. Or he can turn it off or he can't turn it off. It's like, yeah. That's a good point. I never really thought about it. But I, I, neck, I I recognized it, but I was like, oh, me, my brain just kind of like explained it away. I was like, oh, it's a new chip for whatever. You know, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? I never, no- I never noticed that either. I got to be honest with you. So, so, so. question about the money video w- without spoilers. Um, do we come to a conclusion or does it just add fuel to the fire? I mean, I think the conclusion is that the money thing is something that Picard said once in the movie and we would like to believe it's canon, but it's not. There's no hmm. canon. The, okay. the, I think the I think the truth is there's zero canon at all. There's no canon. It's just whatever is convenient at the time, which is sad. You know, I wish I could go back in time and fix Star Trek. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I I still love Star Trek, and I, as a huge fan, saw this not as something heartbreaking, but as something funny, because I know it's a TV show, and I know that it's like continuity like these tv executives are not going to have continuity stuff like that and i forgot who was who was saying uh, i forgot who was saying this but they gave a great example about like what's going on on these tv sets and movie sets and they said basically oh it was uh stuntman react and the guy was talking about like he's like what'll happen is you'll give he said i give three versions of my like my my thing that i made for the movie and one version will be like a version that's a light version of the special effect. One will be the on point version that I want to produce. And the third one will be an overtop crazy version, you know? And he said, so I'll turn it in. The director will see it and he'll pick my version. But then we have to go to the executives who don't know anything about movies or making anything. And they'll say, oh, we'll take that one. And they'll say, okay. And they'll pick the biggest, craziest one that nobody would ever want to see on film. He's like, and then like they'll come to you and say something like random, like, like, like he said he was working on Superman, and the director said, you know what, it's really expensive to make Superman fly everywhere, so why don't we make it so that we take his cape away and he can't fly? And he was like, well, we can't do that because it's Superman, and we can't do that because he doesn't, his cape doesn't make him fly. But the executive didn't know that; they did not understand. That you couldn't make a movie, build a movie around Superman trying to get his cape back so he could fly again. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, they think they don't have any idea. So I think Star Trek suffers from a lot of that. Like, these story runners, you know, they just do whatever. And let's be honest, the guy, what's his name, uh, who made Star Trek? Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. He's not a, uh, what's the guy from Star Wars? Steven Spielberg? No. George Lucas? George Lucas. He's not a George Lucas. Mm -hmm. You know? 
he's literally a guy who made a show for TV, a sci-fi show for TV. He's not George Lucas. George Lucas was like, I'm going to build this world. Or like George R.R. Martin's like, I'm building a world. I don't think Gene Rodberry was doing that. I think he's like, I want to make an interesting sci-fi show in the realm, in the vein of like Flash Gordon or something. I think that's what he was trying to do. And we just ran with it. And so you have this TV show with broken continuity constantly, you know, and he just, it's, it's kind of crazy. But anyway, we're about to go talk about DS9 and he, that's featured heavily in that money video also. Okay. So, like there's one of Cisco's son. What's his name? Jake. Jake. There's one scene was like, let's get this money. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, anyway, go ahead, Mike. (laughs) All right. Thank you for proving my point. Um, Well, we don't know yet. Right. We don't know yet. Uh, So, Evan, we had talked about this a while ago, uh, but it's available now. You can watch it for free with ads. Uh, A Star Trek and Deep Space Nine documentary called What We Left Behind Looking Back on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It's streaming on a website called Tubi. T-U-B-I. Never heard of it, but... I guess it's a thing. Mm. Uh, if you look at this article, they have a link to it. Uh, the director, the the documentary is directed by Ira Stephen Bear, who was Deep Space Nine's showrunner, mm-hmm. and he has interviews with cast and creators. Uh, he spoke to Nana Visitor, that's Major Kira. Yep. Armin Shimmerman, that's Quark. Mm-hmm. And one of the producers. Also, this is apparently the first time that there's HD footage of Star Trek Deep Space Nine shown anywhere. I guess they've never they haven't Blu-rayed these yet. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know if it was set together a remaster, but um, it would be <laughs> I, cool. They had a lot of good effects. I know they did it to TNG. I don't know if they've done it to yeah. And I think they did. I think well, I don't know if it's. They remastered it or what? I know you can buy the original series on Blu-ray also, but uh, hopefully they, they remastered it in some way. Looks like it's, it's like <laughs> 320 by 240 blown up to 4K. It's like, ugh! <laughs> what is this? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in, in this article, they kind of talk about how um, in the documentary, he discusses how it was hard for him to get them to allow him, although they did allow it, to do the serialized storytelling that they did in Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. which they weren't really doing in other... They hadn't really done it in other Star Trek shows. Although, really, they were kind of doing it just less so, I think, you know? Yeah. I mean, there is an overarching story, you know, but... But, yeah, I guess it is more episode per episode. And you know how many times, like... I'll go back and watch something, and they're like, all right, we have this person. Like, they took someone aboard their ship. Like, all right, we have this person. I'm like, where is she in any subsequent episode? Like, nope. Yeah. Gone. Like, okay. <laughs> so, whatever. That's why I'm saying. I, I, I do think Deep Space Nine is number one. See, at the time, I didn't like that about it. Yeah. Uh, that's understandable. And I think, you know, that might be somewhat of the issue that uh, that we have with the current Picard and maybe somewhat Discovery. Like, it is a, a season-wide 
season long. Yeah. Like, no, harsh. I know. Yeah. yeah but yeah. we're used to like start like a, you know, a 40 minute episode having a beginning, a problem and a fucking conclusion. And it right. doesn't have that. Right. Very true. Maximum in DS nine or, or, you know, Voyager, it would go to like maybe three episodes spanning one, one, you know, story. Well, they did that in a few TNGs and you know mm-hmm. here and here and there. Um, but yeah, Discovery and now, of course, Picard is doing the very much doing the modern serialized thing that all TV shows are now doing. Right, dude. Can I interrupt real quick? Can I? Can I just interject? Of course. Get, Please where, do. Where's your two cents? I don't look. He's like, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> no, this is the thing. Like, TV shows should have that. I never could understand people who and, and like I don't understand Michael not liking it because when I was a kid I used to watch GI Joe right I watched GI Joe all the fucking time like it was my show my favorite show when I was a kid <laughs> and you would watch GI Joe and one thing I noticed when I became like 15 or something I, I noticed I was like wait no one ever dies and then I knew there was one episode of G.I. Joe when they killed a character. It was like this one fabled two-part episode where they had like a big major, where like Cobra, they attacked Cobra and some people got melted and like they killed off Duke or Flint, one of the two main male characters, you know? But then you'd go watch like after that special was over, the character was back. You know, because mm. they'd be showing, they had no sequence, there was no order, so you would just see episodes in any kind of order at all. And I noticed that, I was like, I, so then I watched Family Ties on Fridays, and Family Ties, not Family Ties, uh, Family Matters, and it was the same way. No continuity. Or Family Ties with Michael J. Fox. I'd watch that after work, after school. There's no continuity. You know, you'd see, like, characters, you're like, oh, he got a new job, but then you'd watch the next episode the next day, and it'd be about something else were altogether random and he didn't have a job, you know? And I, I just honestly was very, found that very frustrating. Like I couldn't understand how these shows couldn't just stay in order. It baffled me as a kid, you know? And I found it, it was like the beginning of me being skeptical, a skeptical Nazi about TV and my suspension of disbelief being higher to suspend, you know, because it would drive me crazy that these things were all out of order. And I hated that about TNG. You know, I hated that one day you'd see an episode and Picard's wearing the season one clothes, and the next day you're wearing a, you see an episode and he's wearing season three clothes. You know, during season four, and I'm like, why? You know, I didn't understand how long episode, how long seasons were, and that they were only making like 24 episodes actually. But of course, Channel UPN was showing it every day. You know, mm-hmm. they're showing Star Trek every fucking day. So I didn't even know when the season started, when the season ended, when when new shows were coming out, when old shows were coming out. Like I had no idea what was happening. Oh, well, back in the day? Yeah, all that shit was the fucking Wild West. You got what you got, and that was it. Yeah. You know, now we can watch it season by season, episode by episode. We know what it is. We can look it up on the internet. Oh, this is episode blah. This, came, you know, came out whenever. This, you know, we know all these things. Back then, how are you still looking anything up? TV but guy. That, you can't. But, but that's you what can't. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, there should be an overarching story. Our lives have an overarching story. We grow and change. Why is it that uh, a child from a TV show like The Simpsons, they're still doing this? That's yeah, another reason why I was show, just going to mention that them, yeah, Family the, Guy, all that. That's why their shows are so bad. They're still doing it. They're still doing the same thing. And I get your cartoons, but you don't have to do that. You think anime does that? Not at all. 
Well, yes, yeah, some animes do, but many of them don't. The characters, there's an overarching story that is taking place, and they know this show is going to last four years, five years, six years, whatever. You know, One Piece is in episode 496, and you won't see any of the characters from season one. And the characters have grown and changed and grabbed and added capabilities and powers and different ships and things like that. The point is that if you watch, if you're watching, you know, you're like, that's a filler episode. This episode's from season one. It doesn't belong here. Like, you're not going to see that episode out of order, period. You know, it's just a higher caliber of television. So I don't know why here we have our TV shows the same way. Like, do, like, why do people need this bite-sized chunk of, like, story art garbage? Like, oh, the character goes up, the character goes down, now the character goes up, he's a hero, done, the end. Like, why? We don't need that. We can... Real lives don't have that. My, I, I can guarantee you, Michael and myself and Evan have never been the hero. <laughs> our story, our lives have... The high moment was birth, and it somehow rolled downhill from there. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe when you got to 100K a year, you're like, all right, I arrived, you know? But for the most part, I think most people's lives are like that, you know? We all grow and change. Things happen in our lives. I mean, I don't know about you, but I peaked when I was eight years old, so it's been downhill for quite a while. I mean, you know, I don't even know when I peaked. But yeah, I think I, I, I and look, I know people like episodic, the not the episodic stuff. I don't like it, but I can respect people's likes and dislikes of it. But I just I think we should demand more, you know, like we should demand a higher caliber of television. Like a show shouldn't run endlessly because they're popular. You know, shows that do that just end up dying. You know, I think the best thing they did with Picard is say, hey, we're going to do this for three years. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that we know that Picard's old. We've set a kind of a date on his possible death, you know, and this is how long the show's going to last. You know, I don't want to see a spinoff from Picard unless it's about Rios and only about Rios. Dump every other character. Just give me Rios and the adventures of his eight fucking holograms. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I would love to see that. I don't care about anything else that show has to offer me. Everything else about the show is dumb. I didn't even see the new season. I feel bad because we should be talking about it, but I didn't even watch it. The new episode. So there's something that you, I'm not going to say too much about it. I'm going to spoil one small part for you. You spoil the whole thing. I'm going to watch it You would have a problem with this. So at one point after they do this jump, Picard basically, like he doesn't have a seizure or anything, but he kind of like passes out. He's like, thank you all for coming with me. And then he like slumps in his chair and while they're basically like, I'll say free falling through the atmosphere, everyone takes off their seatbelts, gets up over to his chair and is like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Where's the medical hologram in that situation? He doesn't, he does not come on. You're right. Well, isn't the power off? Uh, I don't think so at that point. Hmm. Plus, I got to imagine the emergency medical hologram is a redundant system. The time you need him is when the power's off and the lights are off and you can't, and you need help. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't imagine. Their, well, their power was being drained by some uh, some orchids surrounding the planet. It's a, You'll see. It's a thing. Oh, his heart. His heart was like EMP'd or something, just like the ship, right? You know, that could have been. That's probably what it is. I didn't even think about that, but because they did mention his heart, they did mention. Oh, he's like, I have a titanium heart or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, the Nosskins. Yeah, but oh, you'll see. Yeah. 
Anyways, good documentary. I do have this, what we left behind, but I have not watched it yet because I'm lazy. It looks good. They've been showing. Cl- I've seen clips of it pop up here and now, here and there yeah. for years. So, okay. Uh, years. It came out last year, James. Well, last year, then I saw clips of it. Fucker, I don't know. This fucking guy. I know that. I know we saw clips. We talked about this before. Stop. We talked about it before. <laughs> oh no! You know, no, no. You know what? It was coming. It was in a. It was in like one of those. Local theater type things. Yes. That's when we talked about it. Yeah. And we saw clips of it then. That's why. Yeah, was we that like it. the AFI yeah, for that's two days or something? It. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Yep. Good memory, James. I saw it years ago. Yeah. <laughs> In the before, before. Yeah. <laughs> now we can start talking like that because, you know. Yeah, I know. Shit's hitting the fan. Um,. All right, so up here, I, I mentioned it already, but I'll just mention it again. We talked about, uh, I watched Contagion, which came out in 2011. And, dude, this shit, like, so matches, like, exactly what's going on. It's crazy. Like, this movie, she gets sick in, she's in either Hong Kong or Macau. I forget where. Probably Macau. Um, and she uh, she gets sick because of some like bat pig thing, <laughs> like called it. It's like yeah, it's like exactly what's going on now. And she flies home to fucking Minnesota, and then from there it spreads to fucking everyone. You know, and yeah, this movie is fucking crazy. It's actually fairly star studded, actually. Like it has Lawrence Fishburne, Matt Damon. Gwyneth Paltrow for five minutes before she dies. <laughs> um, you know, it's got a lot of lot of people that you're like, oh, that guy, oh, that person, okay. You know, she stick her goop candle in her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't need that, James. Just stop. But the healing crystals, Michael. I'm going to order you her the her vagina smell candle. Can you not? No, you need it. You <laughs> need you need some fucking freshness in your life. Doesn't Asakura sell that? Dude. That's a different. That's she's, a different kind of product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's totally a different product. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, watch Contagion if you want to freak yourself out. It's actually a good movie if you haven't fucking seen it. Um, but yeah, watching this shit and you're like, ooh, shit goes downhill quick. I mean, eventually, you know, of course, like in every movie, everything's fine in the end and blah blah blah. But, but not before a lot of people die. Pandemonium, so, dude, dude. This is okay. So I just look. I'm looking at the trailer, and I now remember seeing this bit of trailer when the doctor's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry she died." To to Matt Damon, and he's like, "Okay, can I go talk to her?" And he's like, <laughs> "Uh, no, she died." He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "This guy's a great actor. Let's go, Matt Damon." It's a great little scene. Yeah, no, there. it's a great scene. You're like, he's like, "Yeah, okay, cool." So can I go talk to her? It's like he's not getting it. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, how many of us would get it, you know? Mm-hmm. If something crazy like that happened, yeah. you'd be like, what are you talking about? She was here two minutes ago, you know? like yeah. I just saw her. Everything was fine before I brought her to you fucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a good movie. Check it out. Um, all right. So next up, 
Let's talk a couple little things in here we could mention just for fun. Uh, this is game theory. Doom Eternal. So the brand new version of Doom just came out. I did not pick it up yet. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Pass. I looked in my library. I own many versions of Doom. Um, they also released, for some reason, a game called Doom 64 for PC, which is just the Nintendo 64 version of Doom, but now available for PC. Oh, you should get that one instead. So they released it. So apparently if you had pre-ordered Doom Eternal, you got this Doom 64 for free. Uh, but you can buy it on Steam for 5 bucks. So Doom Eternal, 60 bucks, like all new games. Yeah. Um, it is like... Is, so I haven't played it, and I haven't done a ton of research, but from the Twitch streams I've seen, it just play the Doom that came out like four years ago. Yeah, it's that game. It looks mm. just like it to me. Yeah, mm. I saw. I saw that. I was like, "Didn't this game come out?" Yeah, it doesn't look any different, and it doesn't no. look fun. No. Hmm. Save save your sixty bucks, or buy uh, a twelve copies of Doom sixty four for your for all your friends. I mean, if you want something fun, I've got a my next my next game here. I'll put drop an entertainment. This is fun. I've been watching people play it. It looks like a good time. I'll put it in for you. Hold on. Give me a second. But yeah, that that, that Doom the Doom thing doesn't look like fun to me. What's this? Are you typing this twice, James? Hmm? Am I? Look at look after Doom Eternal. Oh, did I put that in there? I didn't put that in there. I didn't. Michael must have put it in there. What? Animal Crossing? He read I your put, mind. I, I put that in there, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, Animal Crossing. That's, that's, <laughs> dude, people are loving it. People are playing the shit out of it, man. <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons. Let's go, boys! Apparently the last game came out in 2012 yeah. for the DS or 3DS. So it's been a while. So you know what you got all these fucking um, millennials and zoomers who grew up playing it, and now they're like, "Oh shit!" So people are playing it on Twitch like crazy, dude. I saw the uh, hentai. How do you the, play these games on Twitch? So they, it's on PC. It's on PC now. It just came out on PC like the same day Doom Eternal came out. I don't believe you. Yeah, it did. It came out on PC. It did. Confirmed. It's multiplayer. So he's like, look it up. The chick I told you guys about like two weeks ago, uh, the hentai VR chat, like VR fucking bot. Yep. Yeah, she's pl- she's playing it, dude. She has an entire stream team of like a hundred other people who are all VR. They're all female, uh, virtual avatars. So I don't know what game you guys are looking at. And they're all playing Animal Crossing. But Animal Crossing New Horizons is only available for Nintendo Switch. So there's there's it's, it's another renamed branded one or something called Animal Crossing something else. Okay, so it's like a oh, clone. Let me see. No, no, it's 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 like a it's just like a PC release. Oh, it's just called something else. It's called Animal Crossing. Maybe it's called like I don't know Brown Horizon. I have no idea, but it's <laughs> it's a thing. But people are playing it, man. Yeah, I've seen people streaming it. I mean, I I don't get it, but then 
I don't also don't get Stardew Valley, and apparently that's super popular. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I watched someone play that. I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's called Animal Crossing New Horizon on PC. Uh, okay. Unless people are playing, no, they're playing it on PC. Unless people are somehow playing Switch games on fucking Twitch, and I, I just don't it. know. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp for PC. Is that it? I don't uh, think so. I mean, on Twitch, I think it just says Animal Crossing, but I guess it's possible they're using an emulator of some kind. Not for Switch, I doubt it. I don't know. I've seen people play it. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I believe you. I just, I'm wondering Mike, how. we're both telling you it's how? happening right now in real time. I get it. I believe you. <laughs> I want to know how. I'm looking at streams to see if people are playing on Twitter on their Switch here. I can't really tell what people are playing on though, honestly. Maybe they've got Switch hooked up somehow to the computer. I don't know. I guess that could be a thing. I have no idea. Hmm. Well, good luck with your investigation, Mike. Well, how about this? Do people stream to from their Xboxes and things? Sure. And how do they do that? I mean, there's a there's there's a whole cable situation for that. So that's what they're doing with their Switch, then? Probably. HDMI out to the capture card? There you go. So that's what they're doing. Yep. Mm. Exactly. Mm. A Switch is a... It's, unless you have a Switch Lite, which is handheld only, a Switch is a home console that you can okay. hook up to your TV. So, there you go. Mystery solved. Um, so, yeah, people. I've been seeing posts on Facebook. Everyone's like, oh, it's coming out Friday. It's going to be awesome, blah, blah, blah. And so it came out Friday, and now, as you guys said, people are playing it like crazy. Yeah. People sharing their friend code or whatever on on uh, Facebook. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No. It's I like have 60 not. bucks or whatever. The game? Oh, yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. That's a that's the normal price. So I don't know why. So so the the thing is, I can see why you would buy Doom Eternal just because you like buying stuff. But correct, I, I don't like a person who who games like a casual gamer would find Doom Eternal to be a totally repetitive game. Like it's literally you run around and shoot these creatures in these hellscapes, and that's it. And like Evan said, this game came out four years ago. It yep. was so it's so identical to the other game that I thought that the first game was just pulled back, and we're just seeing it re- released now. And I, I thought, oh, we're seeing we saw trailer footage four years ago. It isn't like a game I'd want to play. Even no. the original Doom was interesting for its time, but this is not interesting. You know, they're just ca- they're literally cashing cash grabbing on the Doom name without doing any innovating. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to me, I agree. You know? It is a good-looking game, but not good enough for sixty dollars and to play to invest hours trying to beat it. And it's like stupid. It's like just repetitive. Just blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I don't know what Bethesda promised the oh. uh, the playtime would be, but I heard you can complete the game in like fifteen hours, which I mean, is definitely not worth sixty dollars. No, it's not. And I mean, you know, there's no story, right? Right. You know, there's no story. It's literally like you, you spawn in there and then a fucking voice, a computer voice or a monitor with a fucking general is going to say, we need you to clear out the surface area 
follow where the path takes you or whatever, and you're just gonna go through and start killing demons. You know, it's lazy. It's a lazy cash grab. It's what, is, what is this year one pass? What does that mean? Don't know. They probably have DLC every year. So normally these passes give you like a like at least for Ubisoft, the passes give you all the DLC for a quarter, a half, or the year or whatever. Uh, so okay. it's probably DLC. So you buy that and then you'll get all DLC released for the next year or whatever. Probably. It's probably DLC Something like or that. any if they have like a cash store, it might be like free skins and that kind of stuff cuz they do have some limited multiplayer. Hmm. You know. Okay. Interesting. I mean, if you it's got a Metacritic to- store, score of 90 and the Rating on on Steam is very positive. Yeah, I mean, shills. Oh no, I mean, I think here's the thing I realized about games. I think Evan and I have been playing games long enough that we've seen this formula so many times it's not fun anymore. But I think if you're 12 years old right now and you're seeing Doom Eternal for the first time, you're gonna be amazed. You know, and you're gonna True. give it a great score. You know, it's like For Honor, and I'm sure you guys don't remember For Honor, but it came out like two years ago or whatever. And the whole theme of the game was you pick your warrior. It could be like a samurai, a Viking, a knight, um, some kind of like Shaolin warrior or whatever. And then you fight against the other warriors. So it's a fighting battle game, basically, Mm. that has multiplayer and whatever. But it's like more like... They charge your castle, and you take on all comers, basically. But basically, they, every character had like 10 or 15 moves. So after you've seen all 10 or 15 moves, you're not going to see anything else. There's no story. So what are you doing? Mm-hmm. How long can that be interesting? You know? But they, but how, they, the movie, the game studios crank this shit out. And people buy it. And then, uh, watch, in six months, people are going to be like, oh, this game wasn't fun. I regret everything. You know, that's what people are going to say. Watch, Doom Eternal. That's what people are going to say. It's like COD. Dude, people are playing COD like fucking crazy right now. Um, I didn't even, I wanted to say something about it just because I played it a little bit and it is fun. Like the way Apex was fun when it came out. But Michael came in the chat last night and the two guys who claim they love COD, how great it is, two days ago were complaining about how much it sucked last night and all the problems with it and how they need to do this and do that to fix it. And really, the the truth of the matter is, we've played Battle Royales now. I'm done with Battle Royales. Like, we've all played the shit out of them. Okay? Ba- Battlegrounds was fun. H1Z1 was probably fun when it came out because it was new. Apex is different, so it was fun. This isn't different. This and is so just... You're, you're talking about uh, Call of Duty Warzone? Yeah. It's just a cash grab and a rehash. It's full of cash shops and microtransactions and... It's just has one map, so it's very boring, very repetitive. It doesn't offer you any of the fun that Apex did, you know? It's just something to do. And it's what's amazing to me is why Tarkov doesn't do the same thing to me, but it doesn't. You know? I didn't realize apparently Warzone is just a uh it's kinda like the multiplayer or the or the battle royale version of yeah. their most recent game, which came out in October. Yeah. Which is Apparently called Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is a reboot of a 2007 game called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I was like, haven't we played this before? I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, yeah. Then I was like, oh, okay, we have. Yeah, it's just a re- it's a reboot. Okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. But you notice, <laughs> so here's my rule for buying video games. If people aren't still talking about it six to seven or eight months later, who cares? You know? Like, nobody's talking about Call of Duty just came out. Nobody's talking about, I want to play Call of Duty again. You know? Like, I don't think you should spend $60 on something that is only interesting for three months. And it takes up all the space on your hard drive, takes up all your time and investment. You invest all this time in leveling and all this kind of stuff, and you're like, oh. You know? Yeah. I'd rather not spare the 100 gigs. Yeah, me neither. I hate to say that, because I can reclaim that space, but I just don't even waste the time downloading it. And you're right, it's a 100 gig download. Fucking fucking Warzone's a 100 gig download. Yeah. It's nuts. For a game with no fucking story, you run around, it's just, you know, whatever. You know, it's just a source of frustration if you're bad, like me. (laughs) I'm just bad, and I don't want to play it anymore. Well, James, get on that Kovacs. Uh, I did down. I did buy Kovacs. I bought it before the show. Excellent. I bought Kovacs and I bought another. I bought a Tower Defense game because apparently Tower Defense is the new shit now. Okay. Well, I'm sure there will be some very helpful scenarios in uh, in Kovacs for you to to get your aim on point. I'm hoping they have uh, like a Tarkov template in there. Or just, I know, I saw a video about Kovacs, and the guy was talking about two things, three or four things you should be doing that would get you ready, help you for almost most games, which is like training your flick, training your... Um, your flick? Yeah. <laughs> the hell is your, that? Your flick shots? Yeah, your flick shots. Your ability to like just like see a guy aim and shoot without thinking about it. Mm. Um, yeah, flick shots, tracking... Yeah, flick shots tracking and something else. There's another one too, but yeah. So it's kind of a generic, like instead of like being like this is for CS:GO or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's generic, but I just maybe I, that's what I need, you know. So I'll download it and install it while I'm after we finish up the show. Yeah, it's worthwhile. All right. Well, let's see here. Let me just mention. There's a lot of stuff that's on sale on Steam right now. So if you've been eyeing a game, but maybe you weren't sure if you wanted to get it or not, go ahead and log into Steam, take a look. Maybe it's on sale. Uh, I just saw Grand Theft Auto Five is there. It's fifteen bucks. What? Finally, that might be worth buying now. Um, there's uh, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that's on sale. So you should, Michael, you should get GTA. I that, have it. You, you have Grand Theft Auto Five? Absolutely. Oh, I didn't know you had that. Dude, I got everything, bro. Come on. <laughs> 15 bucks. I'll pick that up. I think I'll get that. I've been waiting for it to go on sale. It's been like $60 for like eight years. <laughs> I was I, I was asking I was asking Evan if uh, he wanted to get, uh, or if he had Star Trek Bridge Crew, because right now it's on sale for $15, I think. I think we or all maybe have even it. less, maybe $7. We all yeah, I think, I think we all do have it, but just in case he didn't have it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But So if you've been looking at Star Trek Bridge Crew... It's on sale. You know, a lot of stuff on sale. So, Oh, did you see the Arma thing I sent you guys? I did. The Stargate thing? Yeah. I did not look at it. Yeah, Arma is really hard to play, but I might buy it. It looks like it's on sale for $8 right now. Uh, that's probably a fair pickup. Yeah. Hmm. It, it still looked too authentic and strategical to me. 
Yeah, it's but, very hard to play. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Strategical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the guy, the guy walking around at the very beginning of the video you sent in like the gold or the uh, Jaffa headdress. I was like, is that guy wearing a chicken nugget? Yeah, it looks weird. <laughs> it looks really strange. Uh, all right. Well, um, product review, Evan, you promised us something for next week, right? Yep. going to talk about my new mobile device. Yes. All right. Looking forward to that. Um, and then you, at the same time, I guess you can give us a, a quick review of the previous mobile device, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the $20 one. It's the one I mean. Um, yes. Oh, and the even even um, the previous, sir. Well, the yeah, the other one that you never used. Yes. Um, well, I, I, yes. Yeah. Not the, I don't mean your Samsung Galaxy S5 or whatever the hell you had. That, you know, we all know what that is. So. Okay. We don't need a review of that. Well, although fine. you're 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 welcome to give us one if you want. I've never owned such a device, so you know. <sighs> yeah. What okay. what do I know? Right? Maybe they're awesome. Maybe Evan, can I please have your Galaxy S five? I need it. Sure. I needs it. It's a solid fucking phone. I needs it. Yep. It's probably better than whatever James is running right now. The Magnavox S20 is a fine is, phone. Is Motorola Atrix. <laughs> <laughs> James, do you want this this $20 visible R2 phone? Don't give no. me that. No. <laughs> that no, that would actually be a downgrade from what he has. <laughs> yes. His, you know, my first phone or whatever made yeah. by AudioVox is, oh, you is know better. What, you know what I found on Steam? And I just, it just popped up again, so I saw it again. <laughs> Um, I know we're off of Steam Games. You're on to something else, product reviews, but it's called Kohatsu Party. <laughs> mm. A Kohatsu is the thing that you put your legs under in Japan. And it's heated. So it's like you're sitting on the floor on this big heated table, and it's supposed to be amazing. Um, my next house, I will have a Kohatsu for sure. But um, yeah, the Kohatsu Party. And it's made by the same people who make uh, Kanaj- VR Kanajo. <laughs> Except this one has like eight girls in it. <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it because it's sixty bucks and it's on Steam, which means it's gonna have the the all the black bars and fuzzy lines in it. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Kohatsu party. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah. Here's a here's a game, Femdom Waifu. Perfect. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Dude, apparently it says in library, so apparently I already own it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's free to play. That's why. Oh, okay. Uh, that's awesome. Femdom Waifu. Wow. That's free to play, huh? Yeah, that's... Waifu. W-A-I-F-U. Oh, waif- waifu, wa- waifu. 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 Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, it's like Japanese way to say waif. waifu. Waifu. Not, not I think it's more like a colloquial term, though. It's a mm-hmm. weeb term. A weeb term, yeah. She's my waifu. Don't touch her. Oh, a weeb term. Yeah. Sorry, I don't remember what that means. Oh my god, Mike! A weeb is a is a derogatory term for an anime fan. Ah, okay. A weeaboo. Got it. Got it. All right. So Evan, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yum update. We don't have anything in here. Anyone want to mention anything else? Uh, you, you coming up with any crazy concoctions while you're locked away, slowly going insane? Uh, we'll see what, I want to see what Evan and you do with the spam. I, yeah. I need a I need a full spam report when we uh we, well I already week. ate one can and we didn't do anything with it other than slice it up and put it on a piece of bread. I imagine you leaning. See, this is what I would do, but I imagine you leaning against the like kitchen cabinet with a fork, <laughs> just eating spam out of the can. I mean, a hundred percent a yeah. James thing, but I imagine you doing that as well. I mean, I I don't see anything wrong with that, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I shared it with my mother, and we made spam sandwiches, which was just literally take the spam out of the can, dump it on a cutting board, cut slices off, put it on bread, mustard, you're done. You didn't crisp it up or anything? No, sir. Okay, I guess it's not that far I'll off it's from bologna. I mean, you can eat it, you know, you can definitely heat it up in a pan, and I'm sure it'll be good, you know, spam and eggs, you know, I'm sure that's good. That's pretty much um, my plan for it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I did get the the bacon-flavored version, although that one I haven't tried yet. Yeah. I had, I had the regular one before, so. Can I offer you an egg in these trying times? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, while I was at the store, I was like, oh, they have eggs. I guess I'll get eggs. You know, I don't even need eggs. What do I need eggs for? You know, but yep. we already had half a thing of eggs, but I was like, eh, get some eggs. Why not? You know, just like bacon. We had a pack of bacon, but they had all this bacon there. I was like, all right, I'll get another pack of bacon. Why not? You know, can't hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it'd be interesting. And here's what I was thinking about. Let me tell you, ask you, run this by you guys. So I did this the other day. I found my thing that makes like, it's supposed to make a perfect poached egg. So yes, in the I microwave? Put, yeah. Okay. So I put like a little bit of water, a oh. couple drops of vinegar oh, in the egg. It works. You put it in a minute and it cooks a poached egg. It's perfect. Um, it's not we, like We have that stove bound. Yeah, it's not beautiful, like a nice beautiful poached egg. What I would really love is a thing that helps me make the McMuffin, the rings to make a McMuffin egg. That's what I really, really want. I'll have to look on Amazon see if they have I'm that. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that You know can be. what? They you have know a how machine. you can make one? What? Um, the can openers that make clean cuts like yeah. around the lids, do that with a tuna fish can. That's a great idea. That is a mm. great idea. Just All grease right. up the sides a little bit. Um, I mean, make sure you strip away whatever internal coating that has. But I, yeah. have a can, I have a can opener like that, but it's a manual can opener. Yeah, well, that's fine. Not a not a power one. Whatever I have a power the... one, but it doesn't make the clean. You know. Uh, the, yeah. The non-sharp. <laughs> so I took that, right? I took that. I made the like the poached egg, and then I went to the uh, stove and I cut a tomato into slices, and I used my flat pan. I put those tomato slices down. I took two sausages, cut them long ways in half, flipped them over, and then flattened them out. And then I put mushrooms in there, and I flattened all that out. And then I just flipped everything till it got a nice like sizzle on it, nice little coat. And then I took them and stacked them up with cheese in each layer. So I had this tomato, mushroom, egg, sausage sandwich. And then I covered the whole thing with cheese and I ate that. How do you flatten? I mean, I just pressed them down with the thing. I was like, tss, tss, with it. what thing? Spatula. With spatula. Yeah. Spatula. Okay. So was it special and do I feel good after eating it? No. But that made me think. I have all these potatoes. 
So what I was thinking was, Michael, shut the fuck up. Don't fucking judge me. I like Look, how you expressed your culinary creativity, though. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to spread my wings out over here. Not get judged. I can't wait to hear what he says about these potatoes. <laughs> what I'm thinking is, I'll take the potatoes, cut them into slices, and do the same thing with the potatoes. The potatoes will be bread. So I'll do thin slices of potatoes, four of those, five of those. And then I can do sausage, egg. He's trying to maximize his carb intake, Evan, any way he can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we all get a pass for the moment. <laughs> um, or we should just be eating steak and eggs day after day. Oh, well, yes. Right, so working what's, out. What's better, metal rings or silicone? Like, why would you use silicone in a pan, Evan? Teach me. Um, can you? Will it melt or no? I mean, silicone rings, they have a pretty high high temperature tolerance, and they're easy to clean and flexible. That's pretty much it. So over the metal rings, you say silicone is the way to go? You know, they might also be better if, you, if you're using it in a nonstick pan because they won't scratch anything. Mm. But if you, if you smooth out your tuna fish can well enough, that, that shouldn't scratch a nonstick pan. Hmm. I'm not worried about scratching the pan, but I, I mean, I, I am, but I, I am not. Oh, yeah, they have egg rings. Egg rings, that's what they call yeah. it. If you can buy a silicone egg ring for a few bucks, give that a shot. You know, if you don't have the clean-cut can opener, which would cost more than the egg ring, I'm sure. This guy made, this guy has apparently made, he's like, they're like, buy a four-pack. And he, he shows someone a hamburger in one, what looks like... A fucking piece of quiche and another one. And then the other one is clearly an egg. And the last one is a fucking pie. And I'm like, I don't know how what kind of tiny ass pie or quiche you're making in one of these fucking egg rings. But okay, bro. Ooh. Now, I don't normally uh, like like this kind of thing. But I'm going to send you guys this link. This looks like interesting to me. gadgets or whatever? No. Uh, any kind of pepper. Ah. Oh, I also bought a two-pack of clarified butter. Ghee butter. Oh, nice. Mm. I'm a ghee butter boy. I see. Oh, yeah, I've seen these, Mike. That's that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't... I'm not normally for that, but... Right. Uh, for everyone listening, it's a egg prepared in a hollowed-out... Basically, Skull. green bell pepper, but this one's yellow. Hmm. A bell pepper. I'll just say that. Yeah. Oh, that's probably actually good. That's interesting. Well, it's, oh, an interesting, so they, it's an interesting presentation. I'll just say that. So they use the bell pepper as the ring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Pretty much. I don't know I don't if you know, could cook it in there, or is it just, you know. I'm yes, not sure you do exactly. cook it in there. Okay. Yeah, you oh, have I can't imagine what process you'd have to do to get the egg to be like <laughs> after it's cooked. Like, all right, get in this ring, fucker. <laughs> like, how you do that? Yeah, true. But I was, I was thinking. So this is basically a bell pepper, and then they took it and sliced it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking a whole bell pepper, like, and he just cut the top off. What? That's like all right, full of eggs. Full, full of egg. Yes. Eh, no. Although <laughs> you can mix in some, like, do that. Just cut the top off. Mix in some rice and. Like uh, uh, Italian sausage and an egg and some cheese. Make some nice stuffed peppers. 
Oh yeah. Well, we've had right. it's had stuffed peppers. Yeah. Look, I mean, definitely. Look, look at the photo. Yeah. And then go to the next one, and it's like a smiley face with bacon. Yeah. <laughs> go to the next one, and there's like some weird whatever. Mm-hmm. Go to the next one. It's an absolute fucking debacle. That's what ours is going to yeah. look like. Yes. It looks like it totally exploded. He's got rice there for some reason. What kind of breakfast is that? I looked at the guy's name. I said, oh, maybe he's like Arab or something. Nope. Just some white guy, Kenneth Bradford. Yeah. So he's just like playing fast and loose with his diet. He doesn't care. There was an attempt. <laughs> Jesus, look at the resolution of the photo he picked for his face. My God. It's like fucking 12 DPI. All right. Anyway. Kenneth Bradford is a brave soul. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, who uploads a picture of their face to allrecipes.com? I mean, dude, that's... click on the picture. <laughs> click on the picture. I, I you click on the picture, you'll be like, that's why he uploaded it. You can't you can't see his face. Impossible. Well, yeah, I, I see it. It's yeah. It's it's a little circle, and it's him 20 feet away in the circle. You know? No, so, click on the circle. It'll take you to his page. Then it'll show you the yeah, two things you've uploaded, and then you click on the picture again. It'll blow up the picture, and you'll be like, oh, oh I see. This picture's one is 10 by fucking <laughs> one. 10 by 10 DPI? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right. It's like icon... Yeah. It's like icon, you know, DPI, yeah. you know, yeah. but, but for like Windows 95. You know? Yeah, this explains his, why his egg is such a disaster. Because Ken Bradford's an idiot. Dang. Sorry, Ken. Much love, dog. <laughs> and you see the clip of those black kids like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to end this man's career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that is so great. Yeah, it is. That is so great. That is. It's so ridiculous. A, yeah, super hot or whatever. His name is super super fly. What's his name? I don't I have no idea. I've just seen it on Instagram randomly, like yeah. here and there. Yeah, it's like dude, oh, you know, dude, like. those you have to find. I have to find the clips, like the original clips. They're so funny. It's like this kid rapping, and his raps are horrible, but the whole crowd is in on it, and it's great. Like he says whatever. He's like, he's like, let me see. If I think of one. He's like, uh, he's like, you got a big head, so you're not super. I'm super hot, super hot, and the crowd's like, oh, <laughs> and they're all like fucking flying all over the place, and the fucking one kid's like, oh, <laughs> and there's a one, the one tall black kid, his like, eyes are huge, he's like, <laughs> dude, that shit is fucking, it kills me every time I see it, man. That's great. That is great. Somebody needs to do like the meme awards. Oh, that's a great idea, James. Yeah. Wasn't that thing? Like put we, it together. We need to start that. Alright, done. Done. Meme awards. There you go. Meme awards. Along with the star registry and becoming a church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. boy. Well put a little thing on that says not a scam thing. The a real thing we should do. Put not high. a scam in quotes. Yeah. Not a scam. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, or in, put not in quotes. <laughs> all right. Not a scam. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how you could put quotes around each one of those words and change it. Change the meaning, but not entirely. Mm-hmm. It's like not a scam. Not a scam. <laughs> or not it's, it's, a scam. A series of scams. <laughs> right. <yeah>. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love English shows. Great. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we got to do better with the food, guys. Um, I like this, though. You're, got, you're thinking about things. Mm-hmm. James, especially you, I like that. Lay off the fucking potatoes, though, please. I mean, come yeah, on. I bought forty-five pounds of potatoes. I mean, I I got they, two were, bags. they were a dollar each. Yeah, it, was a, it was. A, I'm serious. It was bad when it went free. I couldn't pass it up, man. <laughs> it was. Look, and how was many bad. onions did you get, dude? It was it's bad like when you get seventeen with free pounds. Onions. Yeah, you guys came to my house. You saw the bag of onions and potatoes yeah. on the floor. Yeah, it's a lot of potatoes, a lot of onions. I don't know what to do, James. I have an experiment that I want you to do. I want you to go to Ollie's. And buy that ten pa- ten dollar bag of beef jerky that I brought over, and I want you to cut up an onion, and put that entire bag and the onion, maybe some potato with a little bit of water in a crock pot. I want you to rehydrate that beef jerky because I have a feeling that might be a good move. Jesus Christ! Hydration level ten, please. That, that <laughs> seems. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. They might all blow up like sponges in water. I might just come in. I might come down and just be like, uh, like it'll look like a, li- a lily pad of meat. Just press on. It's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, when I was waiting for my turn at Bass Pro Shops. Did you start blasting as you're holding a pistol in your hand? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I, uh, I uh, did some wandering around. Also got myself a nice new, uh, I believe the term is called camping chair. Uh, I thought you were going to say ghillie suit. No, nope. uh, rated for someone of my carriage. Uh huh. Um, and then uh, I also saw they had a dehydrator. Mm hmm. Hundred and fifty bucks. It's I'll be honest bad. with you. If it's I had bad. my if I had my own house and a nice kitchen, I would already have a dehydrator. I just see them on Bon Appetit using them, and I'm like, I need that. Mm-hmm. It's so useful, like to make, making powders or whatever, or just like drying things out. Dude, I put pizza. I put mushrooms on my pizza last night, like fresh mushrooms on the pizza I made for dinner. And I said, okay, this will be all right. I put frozen mushrooms before, and I had a lake of water on the pizza. Mm-hmm. So this time I put f- fresh mushrooms. Like, no problem. Lake, a lake, lake, lake Militonka was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I had to take a napkin, a paper towel, roll it over twice, and then set it on top to soak all the water up. Because I guess it like you know it's dehy- it sucks all that water out of those fucking fresh mushrooms, so that, there's no way to win. I mean, you gotta saute the mushrooms for like 15 minutes and then put them on the pizza. That'll draw yeah. the water out and, and evaporate it. Yeah, I should have done that. Mm. Oh, there you go. Live and learn. Yeah. All right, we're pretty much at the end here. Uh, we're getting into the extra section. Evan, I see you don't have anything in the extra section this week. Nothing. All right. So we'll move on to my extra section. Uh, with the at the request of a friend of ours who's uh, appears to be from a certain part of the world, but really isn't. Um, name is starts with a J and ends with a C. Huh. Uh, he asked if I could help him make this virtual tip jar. So there was one already for DC. Um, basically, it's for people who work in restaurants or bars. And so what it is, it's a list of people who have filled out the Google form. 
and they can uh, submit their information so people can send them money via either Venmo, PayPal, or the Cash app. That's good. So collecting all kinds of PII and putting it right there on the internet yep. for in, all to in see. In plain text. For text. all to see. Yep. Terrifying. Yep. I saw that and I was like, okay, I don't know what this is, but I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I did exactly what he asked me to do, which was share the stuff. And I was like, okay, that's far enough. Or not, not share it. Give it a like. And I gave it a like. I was like, that's more than enough. Because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. super sketchy. Eh, what they, what they What they need to do is... Are the bars open? Uh, no. See, what every restaurant that's open should be doing is have a Twitch stream up. You know? Like, get on the internet. They need to, all of them need to get on the internet and be yeah. live on the internet, either showing the streets or talking or doing something while they're open. They need to be attracting that crowd and building an external audience. That's what they need to be doing. Not just like, we're going to just hope for the best and hope our regulars come over. Like they need to stop that shit. It's time to grow the fuck up and get on the get on the web. You know, like this is a re- anything else is silly. You know, and I'm not saying the web is the, is the answer, but it's something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's some potential there. Right. Right. So I created this on my own account, but then I was like, wait. So then I created a new Gmail account and transferred ownership of all this stuff over to that Gmail account. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it, the heart's in the right place. I mean, I think it's a good thing. I just, you know, it probably, you know, probably it's probably it can blow. It could blow up in someone's face pretty easily. So, oh, I washed my hands of it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Pika, Pika, Pika. If anyone wants to take a look at that, the disorder where you eat things you shouldn't. Um, I link to the Wikipedia article here. Um, and then the, there are super specific words for s- different types of disorders, like xylophagia is when you eat paper, trichophagia is where you eat hair, pago or pagophagia is where you eat ice, etc., <laughs> etc. Cetera, et cetera. So they're all listed there. You can take a look. Raw potatoes. Ooh, I like that. That's the thing that can't be bad for that's, you. That's fine. That's that's a mistake. Don't 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 do that. Don't eat, don't eat raw potatoes. Well, yeah, it tastes not? like dirt. Number one. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's a voice of fucking uh, knowing right there. It's rough, man. It's it's a hard existence, brother. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> All right, over here. I uh, also took a put a link to the Wikipedia article for pate chinois. There it looks go. like I actually missed a uh, accent. When I typed it into the thing here, but that's okay. I got the one that matters. Um, so it says French for Chinese pie. You don't really call pot pie pate in French, but whatever, fine. Um, it says it's similar to English shepherd's pie, and it's made with ground beef, canned corn, and mashed potatoes. So it's basically a simpler version. Mm-hmm. For simpler minds. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. Yeah. Evan, uh, you're, you're supposed to say for simpler time. No. <laughs> That's it. Silence. No. 
And it has nothing to do with Chinese people either. So I don't know why it's called pate chinois. They kind of go into it here. There's some conjecture. So whatever. You can read that. Um, last but not least, I wanted to mention this. I thought this was interesting. So I was reminded that Boink and the SETI at Home project is a thing. I completely forgot about that. Um, guess what? SETI at Home is wrapping it up. They're done. No, come on. They they figured it out, Evan. They're they're done. There's really? so there's so much more compute cycles to use. Uh it's going into hibernation mode on March thirty first. For what? Don't Why? do it. They're done. They they just they analyzed all the data, bro. That's it. <laughs> no. So basically they said they, they've analyzed as much as they could or a good chunk of everything. And so now they need to do some work on the back end, try to put everything together and okay. concentrate on that and like actually write a paper about this. So apparently it takes a lot of work just to distribute this work everywhere. So they're kind of oh, putting so, a pause on that. And so apparently it's not like it's going away. They're just refocusing on whatever. Yeah, but they'll, they will not be sending jobs to your computers anymore, you know? No, no SETI at home jobs. Correct. Now, isn't that a package that you can get, like, SETI at home and several other things? So, SETI at home stopped using their own dedicated client a while ago. Um, I mean, you could probably still run it if you can if you have, like, an ancient version of it. But, yeah, you're right. They use something now called Boink. B-O-I-N-C. And... Uh, that can attach itself to many different projects that, including SETI at home, that's the main one that SETI at home uses now. But for instance, I'm, I have Boink installed now. I actually hadn't installed it for years, forgot it exists. And uh, they say, uh, you know, there's all these different projects you can attach to the Prime Grid, the Radioactive at Home. RNA World, Rosetta at Home, you know, all kinds of crap. The there's, world a, com- there's a coronavirus one, right? And there's a cancer one. Right. So there's 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 a bunch of these. There's a bunch of stuff. What World Community Grid, that's another one. They do a lot of different projects on that one. Um, but you're right. There is The reason I'm bringing this up is there is actually a coronavirus one. However, the coronavirus one is not part of Boink. That one you have to go download their the client for folding at home. Hmm. So there's a project that does that calculates and does things with protein folding. Hmm. And so you need to get get the folding at home client, install that on your computer, and then you can join the fight against Rona. I heard, and I didn't grab this because I just didn't care, but. I heard that Facebook people have posted about this folding at home thing. Um, or I didn't know what it was called. I just knew it was the SETI at home version for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And and they're posting about it on Facebook, and Facebook is pulling the post down. Really? Yeah, because they're saying, oh, this is fake news. So they're pulling it down. <laughs> well, it's definitely not fake news. No. Um, I put an article here from Forbes.com. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, go go check it out. Their website is foldingathome.org. And, uh, yeah, you can download the, the client for... You can, you can do Boink, too, if you want. You know, they make it for all platforms, Windows, Mac, Linux. 
Apparently, Boink, they even had some people, or at least SETI at home, they had some people even doing it on Android, of all things. Um, so, yeah, you can... Because if you just go to foldingathome.org, you can click Start Folding Now, and it'll take you to the download page. And then you can install the program and go from there. Basically, if you don't know, the way these things work, they use your computer during its downtime. So a lot of us tend to leave our computers on a lot, especially if it's a desktop. Um, and so it's, you know, you're, you're gone to work or you're asleep or you're taking a shower or whatever, and you're not using the computer. While you're not using the computer, the computer starts working on these jobs that are being sent over from these various projects that they need help uh, crunching the numbers, basically. If you have a high-end graphics card, usually it can use that as well. Or any graphics card at this point, probably. They're all probably high-end, you know, technically speaking, at this point. Um, it can take advantage of that as well to uh, speed up some of the computation. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, it's a it's a personal choice for everyone, but def- definitely recommend you consider it. Boink is b o i n c dot berkeley dot edu, uh, and that's the one doing SETI at home, but it's only for another nine days. Uh, they're gonna yeah pause it on the thirty first. I mean, the Boink website will still be there. The SETI at home website will still be there. You know, you can still log in and blah blah blah, and you know they have all this stuff. But SETI at home itself will will stop sending jobs out. But like I said, there's a bunch of other ones. Uh, I used to participate in SETI at home and World Community Grid. World Community Grid is kind of nice because it it kind of puts a bunch of projects together into one, so you don't have to sign up for this, 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 and that. You can just sign up for World Community Grid, and it just does whichever one it feels is you know most beneficial at that time. I think it did the folding at home at one point on my computer through that. Um, you know, there's folding at home. There's fight aids at home. There's hunger ones. There's climate ones. There's all kinds of different ones. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. Check it out. Uh, I think that's the last thing I had. James, uh, you put one link here. This is the train trip you mentioned. Yep. Earlier, is this the exact one, or is this is a one? No, this is this is the the one we had wasn't uh the the best quality. Oh. Okay. Um. So this one's in 4K. This was an, it's a really nice one. It looks good. And it's it's during the the one I had was like one we saw was like kind of dusk into the evening. Mm-hmm. This one's the daytime, so it's a little bit better. A little bit, little bit better to look at, I think. And there's some sound, so, yeah. Let's see, 102 tunnels, 96 bridges. Wow. That's a hell of a trip. All right, cool. Well, thank you for that. Do you guys have anything else you want to mention before we skedaddle? No, sir. I don't think so, man. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Stay safe out there in these troubling times. Check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. On there, you'll find links to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe so you can get the latest updates. Also, we have Patreon. Please subscribe. We need money. 
Use our Amazon affiliate link. We need money. Uh, if you want, let us know if you want to send us some money via PayPal. We tried sending up a PayPal for the for the podcast, but you, apparently it needs to be a real business with a business tax ID number and all that. So we have not set up the, the podcast in that capacity yet. Um, but maybe once I get us our, our church status, we can... Uh, <laughs> The Church of the I.O. panel. <clears throat> the Holy Redeemer of the... the What did they say in... Uh, <laughs> do you remember in... Uh, what's the Dade Murphy movie? Hackers. The guy, they're reading the, the manifesto in the car. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly. I have to go look it up because that's a real thing. It's the manifesto from whoever, John the Ripper or whoever the hell it is. Um... And he says, like, you know, the church of the something, the, the bod is king. You know, I forget what it is, but oh, I got to look it up now. Oh, well. All right. Well, anyway, everyone, thanks again for joining us, and we will catch you next time. Uh-huh.